This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba Show. We're back from the broadcast plaza and teleport Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba ready to go. Rick and Bubba interns, Big Love, Diamond Dale, an unnamed intern that will make, make it his name today. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. There he is, Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Well, we have an update on the story we've already it's brought you. Here. here we go. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. Well, it is historic. Uh, it uh, it officially passed last night. Uh, it has been quite a journey, and buddy, it was on the BBC, New York Times, Washington Post, uh, reporters even standing in the state of Alabama. Of course, one reporter for CBS, not knowing that our governor is a female, uh, looked into the camera and says, now it goes to the governor, and we'll see if he signs it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, well, bless her heart. She didn't do her background work. Governor of Alabama currently is a woman. Yeah, and, um, and doesn't have a gender bender name, so obviously didn't know her name. Yeah, yeah, not many men named Kay so far. Uh, but anyway, um, so here's what happened. It, it went through the House, uh, and now la- the, the question was, would it go through the Alabama Senate with no amendments, meaning it will go now uh, to the governor clean, and this is the most powerful abortion bill uh, in the history of our country, and this is designed, and it has been intended from the beginning, to find its way to the Supreme Court where we as a country will ask the question that we had to correct in the past dealing with our bigotry and racism when we at one time in our history declared that African-American people were non-persons. Uh, we had to correct that uh, because it was immoral and it was wicked and it was evil, uh, and now the, the, the people who have put together this bill says it's time for our country again, based on all the things that we now know through science, through sonograms and ultrasounds, uh, that we know that when um, this child attaches to the uterine wall, that it is life. And so now this is going to go before the Supreme Court. If the governor signs it, it'll find its way to the Supreme Court, and then we as a country will once again decide on whether this is a person or not, and uh, right now the bill has no exemptions. It, it will, uh, other than the life of the mother, uh, and this will, because that's still life versus life, a, a life decision. And uh, what, what the folks of Alabama and the rest of the country needs to pray about is that the governor will sign it, because then we'll, you know, now I must, Bubba, I've been talking about this, and because you've been seeing some things, and we certainly want God's will to be done. We certainly, no matter how it goes. You know, where we stood on this, we'll answer for, no matter what governments do. But I'm, I'm, I'm getting, first of all, we, we need to make sure the governor of Alabama knows that this is what the people want. Uh, that her office needs to hear from us loud and clear. And, and I have confidence that she will sign it. But nothing is done till it's done. But when I look at the Supreme Court right now, I got to tell you something. I, I, I know we all fought hard for Kavanaugh, but. I don't know if he's trying to be liked by the left right now, but some of his rulings lately, he he's gone he's gone with the left. And you and, can't um, you can't count on Roberts either. He'll no, go AWOL on no. you on a biggie. You but know. but we can't that's another day. Today yep. we need to concentrate on this bill being signed by the governor of Alabama. That that's the next step. 
everything else. And it was quite a little battle yesterday because, and it wasn't a battle that there was going to be uh, an abortion bill passed. The Republicans uh, rule in Alabama Senate and and the House. However, there were some Republicans that wanted to add some amendments that would have it would have killed the bill uh, for it to do what it is intended to do, and that is to take on the question of personhood. And they they fought and they went they they went back and forth, and finally on the final vote, it passed twenty five votes in favor, six against. So uh, so now it goes to the governor. So there's the update. And so all of you that have been following this, because this affects the whole country, it doesn't just affect Alabama. And, and Rick, too, here's the thing: that so many times in politics, and you see this with a lot going on now. There's people with hidden agendas, and they're trying to do this, trying to do that. You know, one thing I like about this, it's been very open. Yeah. Everybody's been very clear about what we're trying to do, why we're trying to do it. And, you know, the Dred Scott case was historic. It was it was a miscarriage of justice. It, it went on for a while. Some people would <clears throat> even have said it settled law. But we went back and changed it because it was wrong. It was evil, and it was wrong, and it had to be corrected. And the same thing with Roe v. Wade. We must correct that. It was it was a bad decision. It was misplaced, and it is not settled. It is bad law. It needs to be changed. Now, when they do away with that, the states will have the option then to go back and to to set up guidelines and regulate this process, which is where I think it should have been all along anyway. Then we can debate what these amendments were going to be and all that. But we, we've got to get it out of the federal jurisdiction back to the states uh obviously that's where it needs to be covered right scripture is clear uh and and now science is clear and that's the thing like i had some you know and i and and some of the debating can we not have a level-headed discussion about this this is not like i said this is not it's not the time to browbeat people uh like myself that at one time felt different about this I, i actually was able to look at the facts that were presented to me uh, biblically and scientifically, and I realized that my view on this in the past was wrong. So that's all this is, is everybody say, look, don't ever take something and, and lock it up, throw it away, and go, well, I'll, by golly, I'll never. Look, I, I got news for you. It's okay for you to, at some point in your life, see something one way, and then as you get older, wiser. Yeah, hopefully wiser. Mm-hmm. And, and spiritually, you, you make a change in your life, and you go, you know what? I was on the wrong side of this, and I'm going to correct that before I'm dead. Or before the Lord returns, uh, I would fall into that category, and you know, and, and just because you once felt one way, that doesn't mean you don't have credibility to be part of trying to do it right this time. And uh, certainly, we want to have compassion for those that that may have made decisions that maybe they look back on and say, you know, I didn't have all the information, I didn't fully understand it. But this thing of, of we don't need to be human beings on something so delicate to be, be behaving the way some of you are behaving on both sides. Mm-hmm. This, this this is about us trying to be humane and for us to not be barbaric. Because here was the problem: we started out in Roe v. Wade with the intentions of saying that that, that people were saying that a woman should have a right to terminate a pregnancy. Well, then look where we've landed. Look at the things we. I mean, we now have had a Virginia governor talking about what we're doing with the baby that we were trying to abort late term, but but mistakenly was was born. And then now we went from thinking that life. Did not start till birth. Now we're saying we don't even know if it starts at birth. Rick, I, I, mean, think, I, mean, I so, think what he said. So we pa- just got carried away with it. And paraphrasing is, we'll keep the baby comfortable till we decide what to do with right. it. Right. That was exact words. Yeah, y'all. That's we cannot, as a country, look at ourselves in a mirror and allow that to go on. 
I don't know if you've heard the doctor find it who's t- talking to one of our committees about even uh, second term abortions, what that really means. Uh, and mm. then, and what really takes place, the Planned Parenthood videos, which, goodness, talk about the Dred Scott ruling. Look at the woman that started Planned Parenthood. Look at what her agenda was. Right. It was bigotry. And, uh, and, and we keep using words like women's health to try to not talk about. If we're going to make a decision one way or the other, again, let's talk about what's really happening. And if you're a person that says, I think that a person has the right to kill another person that they don't want to deal with, then you, you be on that side. And then if you're somebody that says, I don't think anyone has the right to deny a person life, you know, we, we, were, we were taking, with Dred Scott, talking about people who are already alive and saying we're going to deny them rights. Right. Now we're saying not only are we going to take certain people and deny them rights, we're going to not deny them life at all. And, uh, and so that, that's what we're discussing. And, and just like, you know, some guy already did, well, I'll tell you one thing, all you about to – you know, y'all need to, a woman, woman's body. Hey, sir, with all due respect, and I'm not trying to be mean, this is not a woman's body. We've already crossed that bridge. It, it has its own DNA. It is not part of the woman's body. It's not like the other organs yeah, in her body. It's not like a gallbladder or, a, you know, yeah. an, an it, appendix or and something. I, and all I'm saying to you, sir, respectfully, is let's, let's come off all that, and now let's, let's talk about everything factually. And then if factually you think, that the person who's carrying the other person has more rights than the person who's being carried, then you can certainly make that argument. But let's not get off on all this other silly stuff and, and slogans and you know all these signs and all this. Let's sit down and have a level-headed, humane decision on whether this was a mistake like the mistakes. Honest we, and up front. The, the mistakes yeah. that we've made in the past. That's all this is about, but there's a governor in Alabama that, that, that has to sign this for it to go to the next place, and we need to be praying about that, and she needs to be hearing from, from those of us that want it to go to the next place because she now has the pen, and, uh, and she has to sign it for it to go to the next place. The rest of it's done. Rick, I, I remember, <clears throat> too, growing up when we you know, were learning history, and we, we learned about World War II, and we looked at Nazi Germany and what right. they were doing, and we had, we knew there was some idea, but we had no idea till we actually got in there at the end of World War II to the degree of what the Nazis were trying to do to the Jews. And when you see those concentration camps, and you see those stacks of bones, and you see those skulls, and you see Jeez. those mass graves and the clothes and the, the metal they pulled from fillings and wedding rings. And it sends chills over your body that anybody who is a human could do that to somebody else on that level. Um, and it's, it's just mind-blowing. And you look at that in a historical context to what we are doing in the United States today, and there's no comparison. When you play the numbers game, we're so much worse than the Nazis were. I don't know how we can live with ourselves. Well, and what we can say now with with the images that we've seen, the doctors and what they've described, the scientists and what they have found, the things that we can clearly see on images, you don't even have to have a biblical worldview. We, the decisions that we make going forward, we can no longer say that we were not informed, just like what you talked about. We couldn't say anymore. We didn't know what was going on at these camps. Once you know, then you're held to a higher standard. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 
23 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. We're back. Now standing by, J.E.D. is out of Lacey Springs, Alabama. If you want to get in right now, phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. J.D., how you doing? Hey, doing great, guys. Good morning. I want to just say how, how grateful I am that this bill passed with no uh, exceptions. Uh, Rick, you have been spot on with this. This is really the only way this could go to the Supreme Court and pass. You cannot have an equal protections clause applied if you put exemptions and say that some unborn children don't deserve it because of the circumstances uh, in which they were conceived. And I think if this is really, uh, if they really go by the law and what we know, as you've stated with our, our scientific technology, this is a slam dunk. If they decide, if the Supreme Court decides to, to not reverse this, it's because of personal bias and not because of the law. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just grateful that, that, that this is pushed to this point, which was started by uh, Project Veritas when they did the video on Planned Parenthood and then with gov- the, the governor from Virginia. And, and I would say Cuomo, too. Cuomo didn't help yeah. me either. The, cele- oh, no. the, the celebration in New York yeah, was not. Because it, now you've left people who are making tough decisions as human beings, and now they're partying about it like it's no big deal. And and I think that turned a lot of people's stomachs, rightfully so. Uh, but you're 100% right, J.D., and Bubba mentioned that too. I think the problem we may face down the road, but again, we got to get the, the governor to sign it today. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's handle that first. But Bubba and I were talking in his office before the show. The concern you get when you get now before judges is that they don't they don't go by the letter of the law. They just bring their bias in there and judge on their bias. And and I hope that doesn't happen. Christy in, in Alabama. Christy, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey Christy. Um, I am a Christian. I am so happy this is passing. My the one thing I'm on the wall about is I had a news flash yesterday about an eleven year old little girl who was raped several times by a twenty six year old man and I believe it was Ohio. How how is this going to affect someone like that? Well, first of all, did, I mean, is she pregnant? Yes, she's pregnant. Well, yes. when, when you look at this, and I, the, yeah, and it will. Bubba mentioned one thing. There, the, those kind of discussions will actually happen state by state after the ruling uh, is, is up or down on personhood. So those things will be discussed. But I will tell you this. I realize when you hear that, and rightfully so, you think of things that are just horrible, yeah, horrible. Horrendous. Yeah. However. We know when we look through our history that there are human beings that were the result of, of evil, evil acts by other people. And, and that certainly doesn't make somebody a father just because they're able to impregnate somebody. And there have been incredible men whose wives have had this happen to them, uh, and they, they raised that child as their own because the person, uh, as the caller prior to you said, had no say on how they became a person, uh, and that person was raised uh, either raised by that family or given up uh, as uh, to be adopted by another family. And those human beings, one of them, especially you saying you're a Christian, went on to become one of our most powerful evangelists, James Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he was the result of his mother being raped, uh, and his father and mother raised him up as their own. Uh, that doesn't mean it wasn't traumatic. It doesn't mean it wasn't difficult. And it doesn't mean that all women... And men can do that, but the adoption option is always available. 
I mean, as as difficult as it is, this is a conversation about personhood only right now. Yeah. And uh, these other things can be discussed state by state after the decision is made. But I just want you to see both sides of it. And I know it's difficult, and I'm not saying it's not. And I know it would be difficult for anybody to have to make that decision. But I do want you to know there has been precedent uh, on that particular situation as well. Uh, Let's go to Daniel out of Alabama. Daniel, welcome to the program. How are you? Doing great. How are you doing this morning? We're great. Fantastic. Yeah, I just wanted to, um, the, the lady just called in was talking about, you know, in case of a rape, what would happen in that situation. And, and uh, you know, I, I, my wife and I, we have an abortion ministry. We stand out in front of the abortion clinic in Montgomery, and uh, it, it's abortion day every Friday, and they kill anywhere from 15 to 40 babies a week in Montgomery. And uh, we stand out there on abortion day. We, it, the, the women start lining up at about, I'm going to say about 5 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, you know, we there's kind of a running, it's not really a joke, but it's something that we say that, you know, there's two businesses that we see on a regular basis where you can't even get in the parking lot, that it's just the lines stretch around the block and down the street, and that's Chick-fil-A and the abortion clinic. Well, the, the, the thing you got to think about is, is the sensitivity of the whole thing. The sad part is that, that we as the church have done such a poor job that there are women that get themselves in this situation and then they don't really, they're not really thinking about it yet in a way that you would think about it if you had been redeemed by, by Jesus. The government ultimately is not going to be able to stop everybody from doing evil things or everybody doing uninformed things. The church should never depend on the government to do their job. However, when you're given a voice like we've been given right now, uh, we, we all will be held accountable for getting to a situation where something could be done to eradicate most of it. Uh, you know, and Bubba and I have talked about that before. You know, in politics, there's, there's give and take. But, boy, the number of lives could be saved with, with any of this finishing up is incredible. But... But don't don't miss, there's a lot of young women that are lining up outside the door of that because somewhere along the way, somebody was 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 given life-changing words in the gospel of Jesus Christ, and either these people rejected it or they never really have heard about it. And that part can't be neglected in all this. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Harry Connick Jr., and y'all are checking out the greatest show in the South, Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, 866-WE-BE-BIG. You want to be part of the program? We'll get to some more phone calls later. Uh, LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Are you looking to fill a role right now at your business? I know making the right hire is huge. Uh, And, boy, there's some competition out there now because uh, unemployment is so low. Uh, folks, if, if you don't, the only way you're not working right now is if you just don't want to. Uh, but that make, makes it a little more competitive, which is why it's more important than ever that your opportunity uh, get in front of people who are looking for um, an opportunity like yours, and they've been vetted out, you know, by LinkedIn. LinkedIn goes in there. I mean, they've checked social media. They've looked at all this. They're now saying, look, we're going to try to take you, the, the, the great potential employee, and put you with the employer and if you're just putting your job opportunity up on some of these job sites, they're not seeing it. The, the, the kind of uh, candidates you're looking for, they aren't seeing your opportunity. 
because if you if you look right now, we're rolling out, uh, you know, an employer finding an employee just every few seconds at LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. You can get $50 off your first job post if you use that URL, LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. You get $50 off the first job post. And um, you know what? If you, if you, you know, if you find somebody that's not only qualified but matches your company's culture, it'll be somebody you can look to have with you for years to come. This is important right now, so use the right source, linkedin.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Bubba, we say goodbye to comedy legend Tim Conway. Well, you know, I have a ban on announcing That's people why who have passed, yeah, yeah. so thank you for handling that. But Well, as I told what? you, I thought he had already passed away back when Don Knotts died. What? Now, I thought he was still alive. What, this is one of the few actually. What, what a comedy genius. How funny was Tim Conway? Well, Bubba, I know. I mean, not just make you smile. I mean, tears rolling down your face funny. You know, I, I'm looking at all the, you know, we and we missed Doris Day dying at 97 because right. we, we wanted to be sure we had all that right. But she's, she just passed away as well. You know, celebrity deaths, if you knew the program, very dicey for our show. Yeah, uh, we, we got we, a weird we, relationship. We either say our people are dead before they are or we keep reminding you about their death years after they've passed. <laughs> right, right. So, I'm not too sure we shouldn't have a big board in here. <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, I, I think that, that yeah. you know what? You laugh, but that would actually be helpful. <laughs> so, but I will say, idea. Bubba, you we and call I. call it death at a glance. Yeah. yeah. Let's see who's not with us anymore. <laughs> God's grace and mercy on the two of us and the things we've been allowed to be part of. The fact that you and I can put on our resume and the things we got to do, that we were in an animated series with Tim Conway and Don Knotts, we have to take that and put that pretty high on the list. I Rick, so. I, I'm going to tell you, when, when that was first brought up, Max Licato, we, we have the utmost respect for him. Yep. Uh, but, you know, they're saying, we want you to do this. It's animated. You're going to be cockroaches. You know, that's that's not exactly the role everybody looks to play. No. Um, and to me, I, I remember them saying, and by the way, the other characters in there are going to be voiced by Don Knotts and Tim Conway. And I said, I am in. That that was the end of the discussion right, for it. me. Yeah. When you say those two, the apple dumpling game, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But Tim Conway, to me, will always be on, you know, late night variety TV. Yeah. You know, that the, the Carol Burnett show. He – Rick, he had some scenes on there. Now, the dentist is, I think, is, is one of my we favorite. We have that ready to go. It's one of the all time favorite in, in comedy. Uh, but he also had several. When what, what was the skit he did with the family? What did they call that? Uh, you know, when Mama's, uh, family. Mama's family. Yeah, oh, yeah. He did one about a circus and an elephant. Oh yeah, and they, and he knew he had them, oh, and yeah. he would not he let them let up. up. And they, and I love that show because they did it live. And even though they did rehearsals, a lot of times they got right. to ad libbing. And let me tell you, nobody was better than this guy right here. I'm telling you, I think Harvey. If I if I'm not mistaken, Harvey Corman said he wet his pants in this thing from laughing so yeah. hard. It, it it there's so many legendary Tim Conway moments, and of course we were kids, and you know we went to see. The Disney movies that he and Don Knotts did oh, together, yeah. Apple Dumpling yeah. Gang, and all that—that that I could do without the little short golfer. But yeah, you know, I'm the same. Dorf, way. I told Speedy the same thing. I never found that to be funny. Yeah, but what, I, but what about when he did the old man? You know, that, that oh, ran. Yeah. He was uh, like the uh, the guy at the restaurant. His feet was Bubba, look, Let's hear that. Give look, us the audio. Right, look on right here. The Skype there. Right? Their audio is running that Adler's got. This is Bubba and I's cockroaches <laughs> with Tim Conway. <laughs> 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 We're trying to get everything ready for Christmas. There he Don't is. Don't you have something to do? 
something to do. We don't have time for Christmas. Right, Ziggy? We're very busy. Busy as a, a cricket or, or, or a millipede or a, a dung beetle. Yeah, whatever. All very busy creatures, and we're no exception. There we are, Bubba, with Tim Conway. I called you Ziggy, so I was Iggy, right? We're gathering up food for the winter. I don't know who we are. But you're just carrying clipboards. Clipboards are very important. With clipboards come responsibility. That's right. Our main job is to supervise him. I can't believe what I'm seeing. I can't either. All right, so there we are with Tim Conway. Are you okay? God bless us, one and all. That character's played by Speedy. It is. Christmas. Why work so hard? You should be singing Christmas carols, going to parties, decorating your house. It's all part of the fun. Bah, humbugger. Who needs all that? Christmas just gets in the way. Oh, Rick. Wow. Yeah, wow, we're Rick. not very good people, are we? No, we're not. <laughs> no, I, you know, cockroaches, right? Yeah, there F- it is. Food hoarding cockroaches, oh, by yes, the way. So anyway, so Don Knotts was one of the little caterpillars in, in Tim Conway's you heard talking there. Yeah. So, Bubba, there it was. It was documented. We were actually interacting with Tim Conway right, right then. I know. Isn't that crazy? So here's yeah. the dentist. If you say, we got the dentist cute. Yeah, and this is my channel here. And I've gone in. It's about a nine-minute uh, bit. I've oh, gone about five funny. and a half in when he's trying to figure out what to do about pulling a tooth. Take yeah, he Pull your tooth out. <laughs> Boy, this is going to hurt. <laughs> straight gonna hurt. Please give me something to kill the pain. Yeah. Okay, well, got some Novocaine right here. Just oh. uh, hold on that, Mel. Let's see how this works here. Okay, Novocaine. Here we are. Novocaine. Take a firm hold of the hypodermic needle. Right. <laughs> she sticks himself. <laughs> There'll be a little bit of pain, and then numbness will set in. (laughs) (laughs) His hand's dead now. Look at Harvey Corbin already. He's trying not to lose it. Rick has one point. He's just crying. He's laughing. (laughs) Look at his face. (laughs) He can't turn the page. Oh, I guess we'll uh, get right to it. (laughs) You know they didn't practice that. Uh, I'll just give you a little uh, little shot here. <laughs> he stuck himself in the leg with it, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right with you. <laughs> <laughs> now he's down. Right now, now he's down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
that's gold right oh there. My Look, when, he, when, he, when he drops uh, down, for the, that's his first uh, signal that his legs going to know about. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. I probably would have drug it a little bit. Dropping right down killed Harvey Corey, oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah. When he did Mrs. Swiggins, that was pretty that's funny, good too. too. Yeah. This is old man. Yeah. But when he was, uh, he worked in the restaurant, you know, he was serving people. We were in a hurry in New York, and he was in that slow motion. That, mode. Was, that was the oh, character yeah. he had oh. called Oldest Man that was yeah. Shuffle. <laughs> and Mr. Uh, Tudball was yeah. the one that had Mr. Mr. Mrs. Twiggins. Mr. Tudball. So, anyway, very funny. And 85 has passed away. And they said, you know, I didn't know this. They said that his wife and then daughter from his first marriage had actually gotten in arguments, and they were about to have, you know, over his help when he was not doing well in April. But it said they got together, which I'm thankful to see this, and settled their differences, and then they got it all put to bed, and and they, they so we won't, we, hopefully we won't have yeah. any sort of Rick, issue. Rick, this this here is when he apps they, they they lose all sense of everything. He's, he sees a fly and he he hits it on the on the on the book and kills the he kills the fly, <laughs> and now he's finally trying to make the shot when he's got a numb uh, a numb arm a numb leg. He tries it one last time, and he gets himself in the forehead, and that's just when he, everybody loses. <laughs> but now Harvey Corman's gone now. <laughs> in the face. And that's got them all now. <laughs> Even he's losing it. Better look at it a little closer with the light. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There we go. The dentist. That's funny. Watch it on YouTube today's a tribute to Tim Conway. When he's with Mama's family talking about the guy at the circus. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Doesn't he play like a kind of a geeky yeah. son or something? Yeah, like hearing yeah. aid. Yeah. Hearing aid. Yeah. I can't remember. Nice. Uh, 14 minutes to the top. Good Tim stuff. Conway. Good stuff. Tim Conway's dead, and we're not going to see good or sad. Nope. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're nine minutes now to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Will of Meat hasn't spun this week. Could happen on the program today. Wednesday Bible study back today, live on our YouTube channel at noon. Pursuit of Holiness Part 3, uh, written by the late Jerry Bridges. Uh, we'll be rolling through that today. Uh, it'll be out on our social media platforms, our YouTube channel, and podcast uh, later in the afternoon, usually a few hours uh, after it airs live on our YouTube channel. Uh, thanks to Speedy and uh, Helmsy and Adler and all that work so hard on that every week to get that out to you. Hey, uh, as we uh, come back, I do need to warn everyone, we're going to do a wacky world, but Speedy has said I need to let you know that if you're dining on anything right now, that the story and the description of what happens to the guy pretty get, rough gets a little graphic. Ow! How bizarre. So um, just FYI. How bizarre. How bizarre. Just look around the wacky. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. It's making me. Well, we have a package. Uh, do we need set up? Well, Rick, farming is dangerous. A lot yeah. of equipment, yeah, uh, a lot of things that are very strong, hydraulics, motors involved. It can be very dangerous. We have a almost 
unbelievable story about a farmer who fought to stay alive. Tough as nails. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> courtesy of KETV ABC News. Unloading corn and into a bin. We were moving corn and taking from one place to the other. And 63-year-old Kurt Kayser has been a grain farmer for more than 40 years, but it was one simple mistake that could have cost his life. If I could have got by that first load, unloading, I think I'd have thought of it or seen it, but I was in that routine like I always used to do, and I, I just, I didn't think of it. He says he stepped out of his truck, turned around the corner. And stepped in the hopper in that little hole. Mm. It just sucked my leg in, and, and I was trying to pull it out, and it kept pulling. And there was no one around to help. No. When it first happened, I can remember telling myself, this ain't good. This is not good at all. Kayser couldn't find a cell phone to call anyone, his desperation growing. I, I thought, how long am I going to stay conscious here? Mm -hmm. You know, because I, I didn't know what to expect. And then I felt it jerk me again. I thought, well, I was going in, and they're going to grab me and pull me in further. And he was left with just one option. Then I had my pocket knife in my pocket. I thought, well, the only way I'm getting out of here is cut it off. So I just started sawing on it. He amputated his own leg. When I was cutting it, the nerve endings, I could feel them just ping when, every time I, when I'd start sawing around that pipe. And all at once it went and let me go. So I got the heck out of there. He then army crawled 150 feet across the farm to the nearest phone to call for help. I stayed conscious all the way to the hospital. I remember I'm being, being unloaded up here and on life flight. See, this is really challenging his balance. Now Kayser's healing up, going through therapy at Madonna Rehabilitation Center in Lincoln. He pretty much told me his goal was, I need to get home and get back to what I was doing before, and his main goal is farming. The front wheels don't turn, the back wheels do. Despite what happened, Kayser's occupational therapist, Danny Willie, says his attitude has been extremely positive. I ain't too bad. Pretty nonchalant about everything that actually happened, like it was no big deal. It know? is what it is. Make the best of it is all you can do. I mean, it could have always been worse. He was released from the rehabilitation center on Friday. He'll continue healing until he can get a prosthetic leg, but he wants others to learn from his mistake. I paid the price here of being in a hurry and not paying attention, basically. In Lincoln, Naya Gonzalez, KETV News, Watch 7. I'm at the exit. That breath wow. of fresh air. Well, like I said, he, he made a mistake. He took ownership of it. It cost him, but uh, mm. he's, I think he's got the right attitude to move forward. Um, that's un Rick, I just can't imagine having to saw your own leg off. But, Greg, and I think you mentioned it earlier, uh, if, that, if, if the, the worm gear in that thing already had his leg, he was already in excruciating pain. Yeah. So Cutting your uh, leg off. Yeah. What was left of it. So, so he said he, he stepped out of the back of the truck and just forgot where it was? I guess stepped so off, stepped in off in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't have the full visual of of what he's talking about, other than he must have been in the top of one of these elevators, and they use some kind of worm or screw gear to to you know bring the the feed down. So, uh, but anyway, it got a, it got him. When he started talking about the nerve endings, oh and yeah, cutting, that's when that's when it. Ugh. He yeah. he may have been referring to tendons, talking about it snapping. But yeah. same. There it is. We all got there. The, it is again. The visual of that. Thank that was you, bad. Wow. That uh, <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. that makes Adler sprain in his ankle. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. That, that. Oh, remember him? And, and that's bad. It's it's a bad deal. But you know, I think he's got the right attitude. And you know, now with some of this technology, you get those blades. I mean, you know, they're they're great replacements. It looks like. I mean, people can run races with those things now. You know, 
This I incredible can, technology. I hate. To, I don't want to. I don't want to land here. I'm just going to talk about it in general. But a pocket knife and a leg. Dude. Yeah, I know. A leg had a to leg, be a sharp one. A leg doesn't go away easy. I mean, well, you cut Rick, a finger off. You got to go through the bone. I know all that, but at least that's. I mean, a leg. I guess it was the maimed up. He probably just had this. What was right? You, you say just yeah. cut stuff loose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think oh, it was about that's, to that's twist it. it off anyway. Probably. It's, it's, it's right. amazing he didn't, right. didn't yeah. bleed to death. I think it, yeah, probably. But now, Rick, stuff. think about a farmer. A farmer's pocket knife is not what we you. think about no, something you. you cut an apple with, <laughs> right, okay? They it. they got like a deer knife in there. Well, I, I'm with you. Here's a breath of fresh air. It's on me. Uh, I'm not going to sit got here. got the little saw at the back of it. I'm not going to sit here and whine about it. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the best of the situation. It could have been worse. Uh, I'm going to do whatever needs to be done to get back to it, and, and it is exactly what it is, and I'm not trying to be a victim. I'm just saying I did what I needed to do. I did, there really weren't any other choices. And now I'm going to make the best of my life uh, of what's left with it. He got comfortable and careless. Like mm-hmm. he's saying, it's just something he does well, that's every when day. Things always, yeah. uh, that's when things always happen is when people usually get hurt when they think they've mastered something and, yeah. they, and they don't follow the steps of safety anymore. Mm-hmm. And it could happen to any of us, certainly. Yeah. And, and on a farm, you just got, there's so many things can get you. Mm-hmm. If you're a big-time yeah. farmer like that, all that equipment. I mean, I, I know numerous people who've been hurt or killed uh, with farm equipment. So, it's you know, it's built to be big and strong and do things and when something goes wrong it's bad how about that bear crawl mm. all the way back uh, it's a wonder he didn't bleed out i don't yeah. know how that did yeah did y'all see that 127 hours movie where the guy that had that he was trapped in the canyon he had to cut his own hand off yeah that, yeah, was, was, that was really good i wonder who's gonna play uh the old man in this movie <laughs> greg you could do it there he sits greg oh, you could yeah. do it yeah greg you look just like awesome. him y'all look if very they, i'm sorry i think he was a little older than that no, well, you, but you had the same, the same. but if they if they saw you in that movie you acted in before what was the name of it <laughs> tangled well award winning tangled well. what i'm talking about greg I mean, we if take they see you. that clip you talking about that story, Jack and you bring that story to the big screen yeah you may you might have seen him as carjack victim in tangled well that's right greg i will tell you this his famous line what the we take we take you put his clothes on, yeah. take you into the makeup trailer. Yeah. You walk out the farmer. Uh-huh. I think I could do you it. You could do it. You Look absolutely could do it. There he is. That's you. Oh, Greg. See there? Greg, yeah. put, that's not... Look. Greg, I don't know that you, you got to do a lot of makeup, Rick. No, it's pretty right. close. There you you are, buddy. You and Grock look a lot. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Six minutes past the hour. And I do know that I watch Stop by Big Boy Garage and give him a look. Don't go past Big Boy. All right, and then uh, we'll move forward. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, uh, Adler, all here. Is he ignoring you? That couldn't have been better, Tommy. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Buster. Glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. All right, so we were we were messing around. Our, our friend Garashi is going to give us an update on a, re- a really, really sad but powerful story coming up he's been part of. 
So we saw he walked by as we were dancing to the Jacksons mm-hmm. and uh, didn't give big boys much as I'd hope. Yeah, I thought he'd but, tap him on the forehead yeah, or something. The, uh, <laughs> so uh, Scott the Rock Garoski, I mean, uh, the I, I was going to see if you were going to move around to the Jacksons rolling through over there. I mean, I, I had it. Yeah, so that's. Um, I think you so, have to get him over there to get a shot. Yeah, we'll, we'll see where get, get him right there. I mean, to, to, to see Garoski and to hear Garoski's, it's almost too much if you can do both. Scott, how are you, sir? Doing great, Bubba. How about you? I am great. <laughs> Welcome back. All right, so so you um, first of all, one of the things on a much lighter note is we we, we have his nose. We, we we all live in the same plaza, uh, <laughs> MGNA. MGNA has offices right here in the plaza with us. The, earth, every, the earthquake center, San Andreas. And every time we see each other, we'll say, "How's that construction treating you?" Yeah. My goodness. Uh, look, let me tell you what happened yesterday. And, you know, you for, you forget about Scott, it. Scott, I have one question. How many holes does any one place need? <laughs> they not, I mean, I'm not kidding you. When they were over by our place, we had pictures coming off the wall. <laughs> I mean, we do construction every day, and I thought, well, these guys are tearing. The, the building's coming down. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot they've had to do. I oh, couldn't wait to get over here by you guys, though. Well, let me couldn't tell you what, what you forget about. And they do try to work with us as best they can. But nobody knew that when this place was built that if you – if you drill on the other side of the plaza, you feel it on this it, side. It's like it's like it's in your room. Yeah. Listen, when the guy playing fitness drops the forty-five, it shakes the whole place. <laughs> the, whole, the whole plaza moves. So you know we're all we're all one plaza. That's right. But anyway, so I forgot. So yesterday I had to come back to the office, and this is look, this is not on them because they think we're not doing anything anymore. That's right. Yeah. But I forget about it, and I had a crew coming in that said, hey, can we just shoot in your studio? Since y'all have the lighting and all that, we'll just shoot in your studio. Oh, absolutely. So, they, I mean, they get over here, and they work, and Adler gets them set up. They get their cameras. they got Mike sitting right here, and I'm getting sitting here to do the video for them and all this stuff. All of a sudden, <laughs> and they said, what in the world was that? I said, that'll be with us for this whole shoot. <laughs> and, 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 so, and so I started trying to tell them. I said, if we'll just keep talking. It may not be in your video, but That's if right. we if we pause it all in the background, you're going to hear you. <laughs> or, or it sounds like you're at a dentist office. Yeah, it's it drilling you, drilling but, those But it's got the it, high speed in the low. Yeah. It, it's like a dentist is drilling on like the Jolly Green Giant. Yeah, it's like it's like there's a giant that's got a, a motor. <laughs> it never ends. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, but but we wanted to get an update because we all remember the horrific story in in small town Texas of the evil shooter that came in and, and shot up the small church and. We talked about it on the show, and and uh, and then you, you know, doing what your your company does for a living, which you do all kinds of construction. A lot of it uh, is involving churches and building churches, or you know, adding on or reconstructing or remodeling. And and you guys ended up uh, getting the contract to to try to get this body of believers uh, back in some sort of building. So tell us kind of the process of what's been happening. Remind everybody the story in case they might not remember what happened, and and then what you guys have been through and. I think we have kind of an update today. Yeah, so on uh, November 5th of 2017, uh, an active shooter went into a, a very small rural church in uh, South Texas, just south of San Antonio, and um, there were 50 people in the service, and of those 50, 40, 48 were hit, 26 were killed. Mm. Um, I think 11 or 12 of those were children under the age of 16 or, or under. Um, just an incredible, I think it's the largest religious mass shooting ever. Mm. And, um, the neighbor across the street, which is an NRA instructor is actually the guy that 
prevented the church would say prevented him from killing everybody right. because he had a, he had a situation where he was uh, he was in complete body armor, um, covered from head to toe. So he he was protected and um, just I think he put down four or five hundred rounds. Mm. Um, and uh, just you can imagine a small country church with a wood frame church. So um, started on the outside, shot through the outside, got everybody under taking cover, then came inside. And uh, just a horrific, horrific scene. Of course, we saw it and even talked about it. And then in January, just the, you know, 60 days after that, I got a call from um, the North American Mission Board uh, in Alpharetta, who we do some work with. And a good friend of mine is the uh, president of that of that organization. He called and said, hey, would you guys be interested in helping us rebuild this church, rebuild a church? I said, absolutely. So we get involved very early. And it's interesting now looking back how fresh that event was. I was out there in um, January of 18, which is, you know, again, 60, 90 days after it was over. And um, I guess I just can say I've never seen anything like it before in my life. Just to see that much uh, evil in one area and the devastation that it took on a very small, I mean a very small town and a very poor community. I think, so I think Southern Springs located in the second poorest county in Texas. Texas got a lot of counties. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this is a no red light, literally a no red light town. So the, the message there is that if it can happen in Sutherland Springs, Texas, it can happen anywhere. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we immediately began working on design of a new worship center and education space for them and work through that process and i always uh, i'll say this we we're opening the facility on sunday this this, so this sunday. is it this is it the 19th you know every church we've ever worked with we and we've literally worked with hundreds they always tell you that it's uh it's not about the buildings that's what everybody says you know and that's theologically correct this church really lives that out the buildings have really been irrelevant to them um it's all about the people you know and the people have stepped up in a big way. We've had over um, 60 companies donate services. We've had over a million and a half dollars donated in services or products. Uh, the North American Mission Board's picked up the rest of the tab. Uh, the majority of everybody out there is working for free. And um, it costs the church nothing. And the new facility will be up and going. We have a grand opening this uh, Sunday. So it's going to be a big Sunday. And um, just... Excited about it and excited about the people that, that helped from everywhere from Birmingham to out of the 60 people that helped us. You know, obviously, we, we called people that work with us, designers and architects and, and whatnot, to help. But probably 90% of the people I'd never heard of from all over the country that just called in, did things from just, they had a bell that the tower, the, the church was given a bell in the early 1900s. And a bell company called and said, Can we refurbish the bell and move it? And I'm like, Yeah, man. I said, Sounds great. You know? Right. <laughs> so it's been amazing because I know you came on and we did the call out saying, hey, if you can help yep. with this, help. And, and, and now it's come full and circle. And now it's come full yep. circle, and we're going to have a service there this Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be great. What, what are some of the things, you, you God, making sure that you were part, because you could have picked anybody, making sure you were part of this, what are some things you take away from it? Well, the big thing is just is just how, how much evil is in this world. I mean, it, it's – Every time, every time I go out there, I meet a person or a mother or the pastor, and I'll have a conversation. He'll say something that just it just dawns on me how 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 horrific this was. The first time I ever went out there, we went we went into the worship center, which they 
cleaned up, painted, and made a a memorial out of. So they put the chairs back where the people were seated and were killed. Very powerful. And I mean, the church literally is much bigger than this room. And as we're standing there, this is just weeks after this, after it happened. And this guy, the pastor, was not there. He he and his wife were on, on a trip, but his daughter was there. His daughter was killed. And the stories of the of the members talking about him coming to the hospital the day after, spending all this time, and and they had you know twenty uh, six funerals to deal with. Imagine that. Just imagine twenty six funerals. Wow. And we were sitting in a meeting, and he talked about. He said to me, "He goes, you know, Scott, the one thing that God's placed in my heart is, he goes, I know all twenty six of these people knew the Lord. He said there were people in that room that didn't, and they're alive, but the ones that did were gone. They lost every Sunday school teacher. They lost every church leader. Uh, they talked about ringing that bell, and, and one of the saddest comments I've, I heard when I was out there was the guy said, "Well, you know, we have this bell. We want to relocate it because the kids ring it before we go to church." And one of the guys said, "We don't have any more kids." Mm. And another guy said, well, you know what? We will in the future. That's right. And they do. The church now is running 200. Wow. So we had like 50 before. 50. And uh, there are 200 now. And there are as many stories about how people didn't get there. They were on their way that had literally flat tires. Kids got sick that morning. Lots of events that stopped. A lot of other people from being a part of that. So this Sunday, all of you that's heard this, uh, the first service in the brand-new facility – a church that Satan tried to destroy with 50 people will have a service Sunday with a little over 200. Yeah, we'll have a lot more than that Sunday. Yeah, well, that's right. That Sunday, you're right. <laughs> It'll be packed out Sunday. That's right. Uh, thanks for the update, Scott. And thanks for all of you all across the country uh, that were part of rebuilding that church and uh, the great example of resilience in Christ. All those people are. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 22 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. So we're talking about the the first service in the new facilities now in small town Texas. And I know it's Springs. How do you say the the place again? Sutherland Springs. Sutherland Springs. S-U-T-H-E-R-L-A-N-D. Scott Garoski is with us with MGA who kind of, you know, they were there to kind of oversee it, but things were donated to services and stuff and expertise from all over the country coming together and and we won't get it you, you, you don't give away any details that you can't give away i certainly understand that because we don't want to so I'll just ask the general question that bubba was asking so church shootings this this is the worst so far and you made one thing very clear that we all need to understand that you can't find a community that goes well if i live here that'll never happen because that's right this story just took that right off the table that's yeah. right yeah and uh, so it can happen anywhere so in your Business, because this is what you guys do. I would. What what percentage uh, of of what your construction is involves churches? Most of it. Ninety. Ninety. So, are you getting people now that are saying, "Hey, w- we got to think going forward. We got to start thinking about church shootings." Are you getting that now in conversations with people when you guys start to work with them? We are, and we and we have been for a while, and it's it's really tricky because I always tell people there's there's. Probably more than two, but I can think of two facilities you really can't get into: a prison and federal reserve. Federal reserve. Okay, so at some point in time, the church has the church's um, goal in ministry is to get people in, not keep people out. Right. So it's a very hard line there. Yeah. Right. 
and you can't just you can't stop crazy, but you can go a long way in preparing for it. Well, that's the thing, and I, I was asking you. I said I, I know, and I've I've read stories lately about how we are the the airports that we're going to be building in the next generation are going to look radically different to what we have now. Uh, stadiums, uh, civic centers, schools are going to be designed totally different. With all this in mind, to have a defensive posture. And now that we have fortified uh, football stadiums and civic centers and airports, we have not had a lot of problems. But they're still soft targets. Churches, um, malls, you know, when you see the headlines, look at where you're having these issues. And are there ways that you can engineer? And like I say, you have an inherent problem because you want to invite people in. But are, are there design things you can do to help that? Well, there are. I mean, the biggest thing we talk about is it, there's some common sense things. You want a lot of light around your facility, okay? This was not a very well-lit facility. Of course, this happened during the day, but, but typically you want a lot of light around your facility. You want cameras. You want the things you would typically have at your house in place. But you also want people that know people, okay? You want people that are greeting people, that, that know who they are, that have communication, that, that have cameras, that can communicate. The biggest problem we have is preschool children because you have – family problems where you may have a situation where yeah, you've got boy. a yeah. hostility between a husband and a wife and, and one of those that may not have the right to see right. that kid. Yeah. You've got to be able to, you've got to be able to have a system in place that allows you to handle that. Right. It requires a lot of people more than anything else. Well, and you, it, yeah, you were telling us that one of the things that they wanted were asking you was not so much about getting in. How, how do the people in here get out? That was the biggest question we got asked. It was amazing. We sat down and brought the, our first design, and I was excited about the design because it was just a, such a dramatic change for that church. And they, they said they wanted to be a light to the community, and we had kind of made some architectural features, features to show that. And we showed this big presentation and put these great pictures up, and I turned around, and, and literally the entire church just kind of staring at me like, next slide, you know, you're right, done. Right. And then I asked for questions where you typically get, hey, we're going to use pews or chairs or what's the AV or what's the, you know, all these questions about materials. I probably filled 20 questions and 18 of those were how do, how do we get out of this facility? That, that's what they were waiting to ask. If something happens, where, where are the ways out? And obviously that's important. Those also create ways in. So, again, you have to manage all of that. But we created lots of ways to get out of facilities. But that was the number one question. I'll say this, and I can say this. This, this gives you an idea of the mindset. One of the, um, the, the nurseries located behind the worship center, it was shot. The worship center was very old, so it was just wood construction, and, and as the bullets went in, they went through lots of things. One of the cribs was destroyed through gunfire, and they were trying to find a replacement for it. This was just two weeks. We were, we were talking about it for the grand opening. And I said, well, we, we, I've got a source of uh, a person that may be interested in and donating that, and they said, "Oh, that'd be fantastic." I said, "We." They gave us size, large size, and said, Could "We need to make sure it's on wheels." I thought that's kind of odd. He said, "Because we want to be able to get all the babies up, put them in one bed, and push them out mm. the door." Right. Okay. Now, that's not something you hear about most mm-hmm. churches planning right. on doing, but that mentality is. You're having there. to start thinking like that. I yeah, it just it needs to be the underpinning of all planning. Yeah, because you, you, yeah. sadly, you have to prepare for the it. The book's being written right now. Yeah, because right. I, I've told you this, and, and it started in the last five years, that if I go to speak somewhere now, I'm talking about nine out of ten times they go and da 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 da. And now, how do y'all do this? How do y'all do people decision? 
Okay, now, and then now we're going to go through the security detail. I'm like, what? And they always go over, here's what we do if we get a shooter in here. Here's how you go. Run to this guy. This is how you get out. That That is now becoming part of normal conversations when you're going to speak somewhere. And I'll tell you what's interesting. Um, you will not find, I've not found anyone in that church or that community that is anti-gun. Not one. Right. That's Zero. important. Matter of fact, that, that church is a heavy, now even more so, a heavy carry church. There's a lot of people in that church carrying weapons. And, and that was a discussion we're having for this weekend because there's, there's a lot of government people coming. And the Texas government even is is pro pro arms. So yeah, well, well, it, it, that was you their take, only shot. You take that situation. The the only person is going to stop a madman at that point is somebody else with a gun. That's right. And that's who eventually stopped. That's right. right. That's, that's, um, that's how this and, guy was and, stopped. And I think uh, you had mentioned the ones who did carry in that church. None of them were there that day. That's right. So if you had had more people in there with a gun they would have had a fighting chance. And I know that you think, well, guns do the damage, more guns, we're just more. But that's that's the only choice you have. Only choice you have. And that's not been something that, that's evolved over time. That was a comment made and, and with, the week after. Right. That the same gun that, that did this horrific act was the same gun used to kill the guy that's doing it. Right. It's all about who's got it. That's right. Scott, thanks for the update. Uh, and that'll be a, um, a big emotional moment for that community and our country uh, coming up this Sunday. So thanks for that update, and uh, thanks to all of you that worked so hard to get this done. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Someone down, someone down. 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show 866. We be big as our number. MyPillow.com. Go there for all the information about uh, the MyPillow products. And, man, they got them made now. They got a. We love the pillow. 34 million of those babies out there. Uh, but maybe you uh, you still don't have one of their pillows. You certainly can get one. It's the most comfortable pillow that you've ever slept on. Uh, so go to MyPillow.com. But they've also added... Uh, to their their lineup, they've also added the mattress topper. It's like taking a my pillow and the same technology and and enhancing maybe a mattress you have that's not getting the job done. It doesn't replace a mattress, but it certainly enhances the mattress. And now you're laying on the uh, a pillow top uh, of the entire my pillow technology. So your your entire body's doing that. And now they've come with the, they've come with the the Giza sheets. Uh, now this is uh, this is another item that Mike Lindell's gone out and developed. And uh, and people are loving them. I'm getting your your emails. You're trying them. They they come with the same 60 day, uh, money back guarantee, the 10 year warranty. All that is in play on all the my pillow products. And uh, these are the most comfortable sheets you've ever used. And if you put the promo code Bubba in at mypillow.com, you're going to get 30 percent off the sheets or the mattress topper, either one. So you can also find their link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. So make a move on these products if you haven't. The reviews are coming in. Bubba, we do have to address the audience uh, anytime we have Scott Garoski on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't did we didn't do the pre warning like we normally do. No, we didn't, did, and, and we should have. Scott it. is is blessed with a very deep voice, and Rick at times his right. voice exceeds the bandpass of our equipment, being yeah. able to actually no capture doubt. it, encode it, and retransmit it. So that's why sometimes yeah. Scott sounds like he's talking into a blanket. 
Yeah, you're just not hearing it all. Yeah, it, it, that it's, really, it's below, and it could be below what you could hear. I, I give you that. He sets off a lot of subaudible alerts. There's not a yeah. there's not a microphone better than what he's speaking into. No, no. there's and, none created he, on the planet right. that has a better range yeah. and can reproduce sound. <laughs> Than what he's talking into, but it's just it's useless against that range of a voice. It is it, your voice. It, it just people were calling in on the call screener saying, "Y'all got to get him." He's talking what he's talking about. It's very important. Get him to another mic. It, there's something's wrong with his microphone. <laughs> Need to bring a translator in here. I know it, it's. Uh, <laughs> I remember we first started uh, getting to know Scott. I'm gonna tell you what's useless is talking to him on the cell phone. Oh, just, it's oh, just that a waste thing, of time. Yeah, Arr, it, it gets Arr. nowhere close and, to that. And I know that sometimes I don't uh. want to be that person that aggravates him. So I got to the point where I would just try so hard. If you you and I were talking on the phone, I would just say, "Just Rick, just please pay attention," because I couldn't ask him again to say, "I didn't get that." Can you repeat that again? And so now we just text. And, and you know, for most people, there's no, you're not going to ever tell the difference in being on the radio or a podcast right. or a streaming right. service or whatever. But with Scott, I, I'm anxious to hear the podcast today, see how it dealt with You know it. what? I didn't think about um, that. But a lot of it just starts at the microphone. It's it's like trying to catch the ocean in a bucket. You just can't right. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, if, if the microphone could talk, he would say to you, the audience, I'm doing all I can. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, just, I can't <laughs> carry any more water here. <laughs> so I got. It would be interesting to put Scott on a spectrum analyzer as opposed to, <laughs> you know, everybody else talking and then look at wh- how it graphs his voice. Right. Uh-huh. This can't we be, could see that. Though. This can't be the first time you've heard this. Oh, no, no, no. I, this is a constant battle within, within my family and friends <laughs> and work. You well, know what we could do, though, Rick? We need to get everybody. You just live pretty you much your life. Like, you don't like it, get over it. Right. right. There's there several go. pieces of equipment that can take a yeah. voice and raise it up. Right. We used to use it to, to band pass through telephone lines. So you, you it would pass high frequencies better than low. So you would raise them all up and then pull them back down on the other end. And uh, F, FM radio actually does that to a degree. Uh, it's called a pre-emphasis curve. But... With, I, I think we could do that with some audio equipment, and if we could raise his voice one octave, everybody'd hear him fine. I think you're right. This is like a, a Adler talking to you. This is like a band. It's going the opposite way. You're in a band. The singer says, "Could we play this one step down? If we could take Garoski's mm-hmm. voice and take it one step up, mm-hmm. then right. then all of a sudden people, people you might could do it with a harmonizer if you did it live. You know, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to put a harmonizer that's, on that one. Right. All, oh boy, yeah. that's all interesting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. See, I could actually hear that better. That's good. Well, see, I'm thankful, so I, I can <laughs> still hear voice. Tim Tebow. I, I can still uh, Tim Tebow. I, I can. I can First still. Have a, <laughs> Both play quarterback. Desi. No one's ever, ever in the history of the. But the um, I was, I'm not. But see, my hearing is is not is going away. But no. I'm losing. Are you losing high end. I'm using high end, losing yeah. high end. So I can I can yeah. still communicate. If I was losing low end, but I mean I'm at that thing now. Is there anything scarier than for someone to look at you and say, "Do you not hear that?" And that's happening to me now. My mm-hmm. wife will look and go, "Somebody's left the refrigerator open. It's not closed." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And she'll go, "Do you not hear that?" And I'm like, I don't hear anything. This is I said three complete sentences to my wife last <laughs> night and got zero response. <laughs> and she finally realized she had not heard a word I'd said. <laughs> so I said, hey. <laughs> she went, did, she, did she hear you then? She did. <laughs> I didn't know Scott could go that high. <laughs> I know. I didn't either. I learned that's, something. That's that's yeah. Yeah. For some reason, my wife You know, I do celebrity impressions. Oh, you oh, do? Boy. I do. 
bring it. Oh, wow. Well, that's why the liners made me so uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. When we asked for a liner. Oh, oh I, would really, I would really listen to Mr. Lucky. That tells you how desperate he is, Rick. He I said mean, that's his two favorite things on the show. Right, now, Mr. Lucky Rick, Rick, and play Mr. Lucky Liner. with Tim Tebow <laughs> <draw> liner over. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. I thought naming interns was one of your – I just can't stand that. Right. But this makes me uncomfortable. To make me uncomfortable is a stretch. I don't get right. that uncomfortable. But when you do these liners, right. I, I just turn it off. I know. Listen, right. So Scott, wait a minute. We know just things. Can't you, stand that. We've heard three things you don't like. Right. Can you give us three things you do like? Oh, I love the music y'all play coming into your <laughs> coming off break. Are you ready? That's one. No, I you mean, like the bad music. But, but I mean, I was thinking, I could do all of your celebrity liners for you. They'd never know. Listen. Uh, this is Tom Landry. Uh, you're listening to the Rick Rick and Buggy show. So that's what you. That's what. That's the reason, right? There. Stuff uh, like that. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh, Scott, you only named one thing about the show. You and you like. asked, you the, you asked you the president like. for a while. Yeah, 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 What's wrong with very that? Very uncomfortable. Well, you never know you, who he's going to say. You know, there were people. This is Donald Trump, president <laughs> of the United States, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. I like that. Did he have to say president of the United States? Well, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, think we knew that. What was the one? Thing about my show. Do you know we did interviews all over the country about him doing a liner for right. us? That's what was funny. Do, so, you, have, do you have Tebow? Yeah. Well, Did one. you hear that one the day that uh, they edited it? Were yeah. you listening? We had to fix it. Yes, I was actually. Okay, so you were, you ah, know you know what happened. I was uncomfortable. You know oh, what happened. So uncomfortable. Hey, this is Tim Tebow, and you're oh. listening to Rick and Bubba show. Just two amazing guys. I like that one. Continuing their journey together. <laughs> that was the. That's where it went downhill. <laughs> Rick, that's where it went downhill. Rick, I got some music for you to play liner over. So he'll okay. Let me find a good one. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Tom Landry seems to hurt him the most. Oh, that, 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 that one's is gold. That, does that one hurt you the most? <laughs> right. Yes. I mean, how about Rudy? How you like Rudy? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, this is Tom Landry. Uh, you're listening to the Rick and Buggy Show. <laughs> Coming up next, we're gonna name an intern. <laughs> Oh, wait, we really do need to name one. Yeah, we really do need to do that today. I think Scott should have to sit in on it. Yeah, you want to sit in on the name? The best, though. Do you want to sit in for an intern? Please. Yes. Only if, only if we can get Landry behind it. Yeah. <laughs> there was another What's the other one? Rudy's one. Another one. Rudy's Rudy. The real Rudy. I heard that Rudy. a lot, too. Isn't that yeah. horrible? Oh, you did? I did. We can do a variety oh. of songs. Hey, again. this you is Rudy. Hey, Rick, Rick. I, you got to have the songs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm physically uncomfortable with <laughs> Hey, this is Rudy. I'm the real Rudy from the movie Rudy, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. <laughs> How many times does somebody Rick, have to say Rudy? Rick, do Dick Clark. <laughs> oh, this is bad. He we, was, we don't have Dick Clark. We don't. No. I thought we did. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. He didn't feel good. And, 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 and then, and then he had a stroke after the show. You see, that's even more uncomfortable if he turns you down. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Well, that's the only that one I think that's ever turned See, us down. See, that's what I'm always waiting See, on. See, the president didn't turn us down. Dick Clark did. I know. Mm-hmm. I keep waiting on that to happen. Well, let me tell you, mm-hmm. and if I'd have done it, it probably would be the end of our friendship. So people were trying to get me to ask Saban for one. When oh, he, when, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do that. I mean, I, I heard the first part I should have. I never, I never thought about it. I, it really never crossed my mind. Oh, he he would have Rick, out. if you had. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't. 
Yeah, no, I'd, I'd had, had to run from the tent. Yeah, I would have I think it would. It would oh, how funny! How funny bad. is that? We had no problem asking Donald Trump, the <laughs> sitting president, for one. We're scared to ask that, that says yeah, a that lot. Crazy. Hmm? Well, if you yeah. if you think if you would have Donald that Trump, president of the United States. Honestly, I think this is the first radio show I've done as president. If you want to know the truth, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. Mm-hmm. All right, now this is interesting because we'll come back and we're going to name an intern next. So get ready. <laughs> Listen. How, where where are you? This is going to be interesting to get in your psyche on this. Where are you on Frank Caliendo pretending to give us liners by celebrity? I have no problem with that. Okay, because yeah. he's going to do someone it. going a liner. Are you serious? Oh, live! You can't. You, you're 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 there. People yeah. are asking you, talking your Rick, high voice. Keep in mind too. Hey, okay, so Rick. what I was saying was, <laughs> Rick, think about nice. this. Okay, and and we've had we've had Nick Saban on the show more than Donald Trump. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Donald Trump invited us to his house. Nick Saban had. I know. I tried though. God. Hey, yo, what's up? I'm Darius Rucker. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive, if that is possible. <laughs> that didn't make you. You don't you enjoy that? I I can do my uh, Tom Cruise for you. All right, go. Hey, this is Tom Cruise. You listen to the Rick and Bubba Show. No, <laughs> so you're saying that. It, 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 you're saying people. It's not people saying that's who they are. <laughs> we used to interview celebrities and Bubba would just Shout talk. out to Scientology. <laughs> Shout out to Scientology. <laughs> All right, we come back. We're going to nickname an intern because that's what Grosky wants. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey everybody, this is Garth Brooks, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. You know, I'm no stranger to the fridge myself. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour, Rick and Bubba, we're back. Uh, it has become a crowd favorite over at MGNA, and that is the name of interns here on The Rick and Bubba Show. Glad to do it now. Did you notice, did you notice Scott? He mentioned three things he didn't like. He right. only mentioned one thing he liked, and that was the bed music. That's what he likes. Bed I think music. he ought to at least give us two more that he likes, right. so we even the list. Now you like you like Wacky World, don't you? Love love Wacky World. <laughs> right. I you, love I love the Wacky World. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't do enough of that anymore. Right. Well, they, today we had a guy cut his leg off with a pocket knife. It's only about oh, man, every third that. second. I read that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So we, we you had that. so you love that especially love. anything people do stupid yes. and that kind of stuff Golly. and you and you like Bank Nine I bet all those quotes that they have from uh, these different stories Bigfoot oh you, still uh, has me uh, so yeah the rough talk guy yes Golly. all right so you like all that absolutely all right so uh, well, hello uh, to Craig Cameron hey Craig hey Craig is an intern Craig he's, he's uh, interning with us from Jacksonville State University he does not have a nickname yet. Originally from Pelham. Did you go to Pelham High School? Yes, sir. Uh, and and then he, Bubba, now this helps us with his nickname right out of the gate. He works currently at WLJS 92J, the same campus station that gave you Speedy, Rick, and Bubba. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, it, it was at a different place on campus, but it was the same station. And uh, we were talking about some of the layout of that the other day because I, I worked as a contract engineer when we moved it. And I, I think you got to tie in 92J, Rick, with the roots here on it. Somehow. Don't you think he's just nicknamed 92J? I, I think 92J is a good one. I like that. Let's put that Don't one Don't take down. your eyes off Scott during this. Okay. Whole thing. <laughs> uh, Scott, how do you like 92J? It's awesome. <laughs> what, hey, what, that, 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 they paying you? Nah. Does it matter? 
Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no. He's getting his last credit. Yeah. They have no. Yeah. What? What about this? Hey, call him credit. Move on. What? What? what is <laughs> credit. Hey, ninety-two credit. Go with it. Right there. Okay. Ninety-two, 92 credit. Not there bad. You go. Ninety-two credit. Say you were. In, say you were involved. You were involved. Um, <laughs> Lay down some. Uh, Mr. Lucky behind that, we'll oh, be yeah. good to go. You know what? <laughs> what about Scott Kawasaki? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gary, sorry. He said, hey, I like listening to Kawasaki. I hear his voice just fine. I mean, I like it. I, is that Kawasaki up there? So uh, so that that's a good one. Have you ever had a nickname before in your life? People have always called me Craigery. Craigery? Yeah. Wow. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's still got too much of your name in it. Yeah. Um, so do you have any weird hobbies or anything like that, things you like to do? Uh, I collect jerseys. That's about it. Collect jerseys. Oh, yeah. interesting. You just said that like that was no big deal. You collect of any sport? Uh, baseball, uh, football, and uh, basketball mainly. Are we going to talk about what you wore to work the first day I saw you? <laughs> you can, yeah. <laughs> a hoodie in May with a basketball jersey over the hoodie. Like Dwayne Wade. Hoodie sleeves coming out. Mm-hmm. Hoodie in the back. Mm-hmm. Basketball jersey shorts. It has been a little cool for me, but mm-hmm. you know I'm not a big hoodie guy anyway. Well, my kids I will wear hoodies like now, and they're like, "Dad, you understand? It's inside school, it's freezing." Yeah. But, so but, they, but, but you don't put a basketball jersey. Uh, no, yeah, the basketball jersey over that. that over that's not the hoodie. It's, it's the basketball jersey yeah. over the hoodie. Yeah. But he yeah. is in his twenties, young twenties. Right. So I, do we give him a pass or not? I don't know. I, I got a question. All right. Do you have a show on ninety two J? And what's yeah, the name uh, of it? It's called the Scrimmage. It's a sports show. All right. The, the scrimmage. scrimmage. The scrimmage. Wow. The scrimmage. Is there any – if you by any chance, since we – by the this way – This is helping with naming, Scott. So Speedy good. worked there. I worked there. Bubba worked there. How about Sherry? My wife worked there. Uh-huh. Yeah. By the way, remind me of something that, I, that I've discovered over the years that Sherry was actually part of in radio that I didn't know about, and if I can find a recording of it, I need it. <laughs> but anyway, so so have you seen any – do they like have any – do they pay homage to any of us there at the, at the station? Is there like a big poster of Calvin's Playhouse in there? Right. right. I haven't seen it, no. Oh, boy. Do they talk you. about – the Thursday Night Request show with Rick Burgess? <laughs> Never? I don't know. On Little Fridays? Do, do they ever talk about a guy that tinkered with the equipment named Bubba? They wouldn't let him there? I mean, I'm just there for uh, two hours on Tuesdays. That's about it. Well, uh, so we our whole, our whole career at 92 J has been reduced. Uh, I'm there two hours on Tuesdays. Come on. Well, <laughs> Sand Mountain Sam? Yeah. Oh, no, you love that one. Uh-huh. Didn't you? I did. Yeah. See, that one ought to be in textbooks, yeah, by the it way. It really should. See, where, where 92J is now, that's that's when I was there. I'm a little, I was a little behind the guys. And funny story, I locked myself out of that of that door, the glass mm-hmm. door where you yeah, can yeah. look into the – and I just saw my song fading away, and I couldn't get in. Uh, <laughs> so, I, was actually, I always now have the keys in my pocket. Instead of propping any door open, I have them in my pocket. Did you know that I was actually part of the transition? I left the original studio yeah, and, both. and then finished yep. in the new studio. Okay. So I actually did spend some time there. See what you're learning, Scott? Right there. So, all right, so Incredible. 92J, 92 credit. Um, you don't like Gregory. He collects jerseys, and he has a show called The Scrimmage, so he's a sports guy. We've already had a nacho jersey, so yeah. we can't have that again. That was a combination of pro about wrestling. Jersey Panther? <laughs> <laughs> he's from Pelham. <laughs> wow. What about, what about <laughs> uh, intern Scott Uncomfortable? How about, how about intern Garoski? How about – no, we're not doing that one. <laughs> Greg Jeff Too hard to say. To that. I did not see sports when he sat down. You didn't? No. Not sports show? No. Have you ever been around a sports show? No, I have not. Craig, would you um, have Scott on to talk about long? his career at Vestavia and at Auburn? Mm-hmm. It'd been a short show. 
<laughs> no, so, we're not gonna do and, it. and his like, journey from you know, which I thought was shocking the day you you told the story here, your journey from the band to quarterback. That one, one of my finer moments on the show. <laughs> I, I, Don't open that one, please. <laughs> I think I got, took his voice away. <laughs> what uh, you could hear of it. All right, so we have, of course, everybody keeps now throwing out top rope every time because we're right. Yeah, yeah, I got ninety-two. I got a lot of ninety-two jersey. I guess ninety-two jersey's good. Yeah. yeah. And somebody said scrimmage jersey. Because you have a scrimmage jersey. Well, that's not bad. Our intern scrimmage. Uh, so, so that's good. Um, we'll come back and we'll break it down to the final three. Now, are we familiar with the show at all before you start working for the show? Vaguely, yeah. Vaguely. So you didn't know much about it. Mainly, so you're learning the Rick, show. Clearly, we yeah. need a statue up there at the radio station. I, know, clearly. I can't hey. believe that. It's like we weren't even done, there. Scott, you know how to get those done. Y'all are it up there. Scott, you know how to get those done. Yes. Okay. Is there anything that's been produced from 92J that's bigger? <laughs> the fact that it's called 92J answers that question. Scott, that's a hip name. That was what hip. You, you don't remember, the, you don't remember ah. the days of, huh? of, of FM radio and everybody had their little catchphrase? I remember the Black Pope. Oh, Major Radio Thunder. Uh, 107.2 or something like that. I don't that. know where. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm, right yeah. now I'm glad people can't hear Scott. Well, wait a minute. Did you say that was somebody you it heard was, No, he was an absolute – he was a DJ in, um, in here in town in the early 80s. Right. He called the Black Pope? The Black Pope. And, and and you were listening to – was he was he maybe on – is that 107.7? What you listen to, too, Bubba? It might have been. Um, 92 is in Rick, a, I, We're going to pay you I have, I have a fair knowledge of, of the radio. Win? 107, yeah. I have a fair knowledge of the history. I don't, rem- I don't know you what don't, he's talking because about. Because you were a win guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, always yeah. Win going to make me a winner. Yeah. Dave Donnell right. in the morning. That's right. Yeah. That's, there you go. Hey, undoubtedly, you missed one. I know. How about I mean, 92 I knew Dave Donnell. Met him, you know, a few years ago. Michael Starr, which I think he went to jail. But, but well, you know what? Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Top of the hour. We'll get the nickname. We'll break it down to three or five somewhere in there, and we'll vote, and we'll get a name for him right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show, coming to you live from the EIB building in downtown New York City. Now, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Thank you, Johnny Donovan. So we come to you from the Rick and Bubba, actually, Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. 25 years of the Rick and Bubba Show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy are all in the mix today. Eddie Van Adler has our YouTube for you, and the tubers are weighing in as we get ready to name another intern. Uh, our interns today that have names, Big Love and Diamond Dale, earning their degree in Common Sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common Sense now deemed a superpower. And we're about to name another one. As we welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Uh, I got I got one in the email here, kind of a late entry. Uh, I thought was intriguing. Get your 92 jerseys out. That's funny. That's on the list. <laughs> we got that. Scott the Rock Garoski has been hanging out a little bit today and visiting, and uh, this is his favorite part of the show, so he's hanging for this. All right, so I think we're getting down to what, what we need here. We've got, obviously, just 92J, mm-hmm. uh, 92 credit. Mm-hmm. The the tubers and he's they're absolutely right. Look at him right now. If you've ever seen the cartoon Jimmy Neutron, yep. And and they're saying intern Jimmy Neutron, and they're and they're saying absolutely. Another one is because his haircut is similar to Big Boy the statue. Call him Little Boy. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I don't think anybody would want to be stuck with that name, but I mean that that is that's being 
What about ninety two J Jimmy? Well, <laughs> ninety two Jimmy. Yeah, but just uh, ninety two. I like ninety two J Jimmy. Uh, how about ninety two Jimmy Neutron? <laughs> yeah. uh, we're getting a lot of different uh, Neutron things. It could be Neutron ninety two, ninety two Neutron, ninety two Jimmy, or just Jimmy Neutron. Um, I get. I've got Kingwa. I've got Kingwa. Um, yeah, that was funny. I've got Taco. Now, why? Why would they call him Kingwa? Just because they like to hear us say it. Yeah, it's Kingwa. I, yeah, I, th- I guess is that, so. Is that yeah. what that's about? The, the, these are some of the top ones. The ones y'all just mentioned. Uh, right. Top rope is leading right now. No, we're not going to do um, top rope. Roots because that's where we're from. Easy on that. One. Um, legacy, a uh, little boy. Uh, this one here, and I, y'all going to think I'm lying, but it's coming through. Is Mr. Allen because of here the 92 J connection? He wasn't well, at 92 J. That was that was a Piedmont. Well, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't count. It's in that area. We cannot do that for this one. If we come have on, kid, if we got a kid from Piedmont, that's going to be his name because right. his name is oh, yeah. because sure. his name is Craig. Uh, they're saying Craigslist. <laughs> what, what do you one. think? What do you think about? Uh, I don't know. Name is Top Rope. <laughs> 90, <laughs> 92 Scott. We got a lot of 92s. Cocky 92. Cocky Jockey because of the Gamecocks. Um, you got the scrimmage jersey, which you just mentioned. I don't think we can handle anything involving the Gamecock thing. Why not? I just don't think we'll do well with it. Yeah. Well, Bubba's proud of it. He puts up Fear of the Beak stuff. He does, and and that's fine. That's a picture. But, but anyway, well, you so. you could call him Fear of the Beak. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's on there. All right, so I think that now, listen, I want to clarify because I, I'm really digging the combination of 92J with Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. So yeah, do you right. like 92 Jimmy or, or do you like 92 Neutron? Or uh, Jimmy 92 Tron. <laughs> Somebody just put that down. I like 92J Jimmy, but if I had to pick, I would say 92Jimmy. Yeah, I like 92Jimmy. All right, put down 92Jimmy. Right, what, what, um, what about the uh, the one you said 92 credit or ninety or just 92 jersey? Or is, just or act is, like or, you can't hear Scott like everybody else. Yeah, right. Yeah, just how about you want to do you want to do 90? You like 92 jersey? That's, po- that's possible. All right, 92 Either. Jersey. We like that right, we one. Got 92 right. Jersey, 92 Jimmy. Uh, get your 92 jerseys out. No, that's not. Um, <laughs> Do you got about... Legacy? Do you like Legacy? Intern Legacy. Uh... <laughs> Intern <laughs> Legacy. <laughs> I kind of like it. Uh, you huh? do? Yeah, because that's where we're all from. Let's do Legacy. Throw, right. throw Legacy. So is Mr. Allen out? Yeah, because he's not from yeah. Piedmont. Yeah. If, 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 we, if anybody is working at WPID, then sure, we'll look at right. Mr. Allen. What about right. Top Rope? That's in. No, we're not no, doing Top Rope. That's not in. Dang it. What about Little Boy? Yeah, I just can't put that on. Little kid. Boy's out? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? What if that wins? And Austin, they are intern, right. Little Boy. Yeah, Craigslist is out because his name's Craig. Uh, yeah, because of the Craigslist killer. Yeah. Okay. If, you know, I still don't know how Craigslist is still operating when someone used that to bring people to where they were so they could kill them. You would think that would be the end of that business. Good. But uh, <laughs> but it's not. Huh. All right, that's good. How many is that? That may be enough. That's three. We got right. 92 Jersey, Legacy, and 92 Jimmy. In, anything else, y'all? Do you like Quinoa? Um, In, intern Quinoa? Quinoa. I like the um, 92 tie-in. Yeah, I do too. Then you got because that gets your legacy in there. So. How about intern Tim Conway? No, we're not going to stop too, it too soon. Uh, Greg uh, will get all mad. How about intern Scott Garoski hates me? No, that's too <laughs> no, much. That's funny too. Uh, all right, so uh, I think we're good. You you, you like those three got, right there? And I'm getting some jersey like Jersey Boy and all nah, that because um, of his. Um, no, I'm, I, I think got, Quinoa will will show up eventually. I just don't know if it's this. It, is no, the time it's not for time for it. Right. It's not time for Quinoa. Right. I right. agree with that. Somebody, right. somebody said his hair kind of looks like Bello, the clown. Uh, bow and Bello, Bello and Bo, not high enough yeah, not for high Bello. Enough. Yeah. yeah, very right. big boy like that. Yeah. All right, so uh, so let's uh, Jersey shorts. Uh, nah, 
Uh, and so we get we're getting the Jimmy Neutron in with ninety two Jimmy. Yeah, and that, we're that the covers jer- the Jimmy. And we're getting the Jersey in with ninety two Jersey. Right. And then we got the Legacy in from that's where we we're from. For all being there. And yep. then you said Kingwa. No, I, we don't think it's, we don't think it's time for Kingwa. What do you think, Scott? Kingwa will be in there eventually. Yeah, though. we'll get it. We'll fear have the, it. Instead instead of fear the big, that people are saying fear the Jimmy. Um, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> you two need right, to, y'all Greg, need to, y'all need to go. To the I'm kitchen. gonna separate you from Garoski. <laughs> y'all need to go. To I'm the gonna kitchen. do that for both of you. Good. I'm doing that to benefit both of you. Okay? I'm just asking. We stay away from Jimmy. That's that's all. We, <laughs> just, <yeah. laughs> we can talk off air why, but just understood. Just, so well, ninety two tron. Different right. communities use different names different yeah. ways. Yeah. Right. All right, well, so, all right. And we're getting everybody's demanding Jimmy ninety two tron be in it. But are we are Jimmy ninety two Tron? That's not bad. I will put that in there too. I like that too. Put it in there. Okay. Hold Jimmy ninety two Tron. I like that too. That that flows. I didn't know if I could say it, but I think we can. All right, so, Greg. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. That's it. All right. So that's right, it. So that's four. There, give me four. Ninety two Jersey. Yep. Ninety two Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Legacy and Jimmy ninety two Tron. I like all those. And all fear right. the Jimmy. No, we're not, we're not going to fear the gym. That's oh, in there. That, that is in there. Thank you, though. Right there. I'm making sure. Like, all right, to the phones to we go, 866-WE-BE-BING. Now, that's all we're voting on. <laughs> all right, we, say them one more time. How many so, are there? There's the four. <laughs> four. <laughs> okay. Uh, the tubers are having fun. Look, now, Craig don't know where to look, don't know what to say. I know. Craig, it's all right, buddy. Just It's one of those things like Bubba taught you all of them early. When everybody's got you down like this, just be quiet. It's better off. <laughs> yeah. Just sit there take and take the, it. Let and it ride. The clock will run out. My <laughs> favorite is when Bubba says, then go off in the woods and we're in cry guys. Yeah, sure. Just don't let them see you. Just don't let them see you. Don't let them see you. All right, here we go. To the phones we go. We're voting for 92 Jimmy. Uh, we're voting for Legacy. We're voting for 92 Jersey. And then Jimmy 92 Tron. That's it. One of those four. We'll start with David in Georgia. David, what's your vote? I'm going to go with intern Grosky. Don't be mad with me. <laughs> See what you're See. That's a totally on you. Yeah. Yeah. Are we continuing? Thanks, Scott. Hi, Good Rick boy. and Bubba Show. What's your vote, please? Jordan, go ahead. Jimmy 92 Tron. Okay, Jimmy 92 Tron gets the first one. <laughs> Hi, Rick and Bubba Show. What's your vote, please? Go ahead. Jersey Jockey. It's not one. Hi, right, Rick and Bubba Show. Your vote, please. <laughs> Rick and Bubba Show. Your vote, please. Go ahead. Omelet Boy. I didn't get that one. Rick and Bubba show your vote, please. Little Jimmy. No, that's not, not one. There. Little, little Jimmy Dickens. We could have done that. Oh, I reckon Bubba, your vote, please. Go ahead. Mm. Do do. Okay. It's good to hear from the challenge today. Scott's hating Hey, Rick and Bubba show. Go ahead. Your vote, please. I'm Craig's mom. Oh no. Hey, Craig's mom. That's not a choice. Rick. All right, no. Go ahead. 92 Legacy or 92 Neutron. Okay, but none of those are choices. No, uh, you got to go with one of the four. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah. Jimmy 92 Tron? How about Jimmy 92 Tron? Okay. It don't matter. Where you at on fear, no. Jimmy? <laughs> I, I reckon Bubba Show, your vote, please. Go ahead. 92 Kingwa. 92 Kingwa. <laughs> yeah, we've had one vote that counts. It's all right. It's out of all these. Rick and Bubba Show, go ahead. Hello, Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. About to play Mr. Lucky. 92 Tron. Okay, 92. Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy 92, 92 Tron. Tron. All right, Rick and Bubba Show, what's your vote, please? 92, Jimmy. Thank you very much. Rick and Bubba Show, your vote, please. There it is. I Rick and Bubba Show, your vote, please. Go ahead. Watch, Scott. Uh, yes, I was pick 92 Jersey. 
Okay. <laughs> Hi, Rick and Bubba Show. Your vote, please. Go ahead. Very sweet. Hello? Jimmy Crack Corn. Yeah, but not a boy. Yeah, just like but we don't care. Yep, yeah, it's kind of how we feel about your call. Yeah, not only do we not care what Jimmy did. See, yeah, oh, see there, hi Rick and Bubba. Show your vote, please. Go ahead. Uh, Jimmy cracked corn. Oh, boy, that's oh, where the wow. delay made you look foolish. You, hi Rick and Bubba. Show your vote, please. Jimmy did it. <laughs> You know what we've done? The you, know, rock. you know, we no, let me tell you what we've done. And I had somebody ask I had somebody ask me about this yesterday at the luncheon that I was at. We we can't take this into this hour. No, no. You know, when, when you do it earlier in the show, do you see how smooth it went when you did it earlier in the show? Yeah. And people are asking the question, are the people of this hour, are they just now getting up? Have are they have they oh, or have no. they not or have no. they not gone to bed? Yeah, no, not, no, not no. gone to bed? No, they're not just getting up. They're they're at home. Oh, they just just they just been there. I mean, okay, they, they're gonna be there all they're day. They're wall to wall. Yeah. time they're it comes on, time it closes. Yeah, they're all be, they're there all day. <laughs> all right, here we go. I reckon Bubba, show your vote, please. Go ahead. Give me ninety-two twelve. Thank you, Rick and Bubba. Show your vote, please. Go ahead. You're on. Go ahead. Your vote, please. Holly Rowe. <laughs> Already had an intern named that. It's yeah. way to pay attention. Rick and Bubba, show your vote, please. Jimmy, 92 strong. Okay. And I'm looking on the board. We're up against the break. The next one, two, three, four, fives are all Jimmy uh, 92 Tron. So that's what it is. Jimmy 92 Tron. I like it. Is, uh, that's a good one. That's a good name. Jimmy 92 Tron wins it. He, he will now go into Rick and Bubba University oh. and Rick and Bubba history as he continues to work out his degree in common sense. <laughs> Welcome to Rick and Bubba University, Jimmy 92 Tron. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba to the house. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. 22 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. So now Rick and Bubba University for right now, for summer. Big love, Diamond Dale. Uh, we, we've got Diesel Dixon. And uh, now we have Big Love and... 92 Jimmy Tron. Right, Scott? Is that right? Jimmy, Jimmy 92 Tron. Which we'll all shorten it to 92 yeah. Tron. And we all came to a, a conclusion. Only our show, I told Bub in the break, we got to laughing, would have a conversation that involved this phrase. Rick, I agree with you. I, I like the name Quinoa, and I think one day we're going to have a Quinoa. It just doesn't feel like it right now. Yeah, I don't, feel like, I, I don't think this is the time for an intern Quinoa. Yeah. And we actually talked about it seriously, like people talk about P&L sheets. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a good call. Um, uh, can you imagine, hey, honey, how was your day today? You know, Bubba and I made a pretty big decision. Uh, <laughs> there was some push to name an intern Quinoa. We just didn't feel it was the right time. <laughs> going to shelve that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm getting a question on email, and I'm just going to present it. Okay. Um, sure. Our pets are a big part of this show. We always bring stories to the show about our pets. Mm-hmm. It could be Mr. Buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Mr. Buddy, too, though, I have right? just, just simply Buddy. buddy. Just simply Buddy. buddy. Yeah. Uh, pe- people want to know, Kevin, you know, Franklin, everybody, would, would we consider for one show bringing all the pets into the studio no, for one absolutely show? absolutely not. Under no circumstance. So We've had our, some of our pets here before. It, but not on purpose. Yeah. I, I, I loathe people bringing their animals. Mr. Buddy couldn't act right. He don't, he would, he'd freak out. Which yeah, I think I, everybody kind of wants. I come here to get away here. from my animal. Right. Correct. And it could be family. You, you, you're a little bit pick, different. How are we supposed to pick what pet? 
I mean, I got two Picture cats, him two riding dogs. over here with me. Oh, my gosh. I know. I just, I'd love to Mine, see that. He's a wild dog. That's a no. That's I'm going to reply with Well, no. it, it's That'd a no. That'd be a no. That'd be like asking me to say, Rick, will you please do something that you absolutely hate on the show? Yeah. You okay. know, I, I mean, why would I do that? I, I hate when people bring their pets where they don't belong. Leave your pets at your own house. This would be uh, a one-time, or maybe I guess people are wanting to see them live, I guess, or see them mm-hmm. in person. Well, that's what Instagram's that for. Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll, Follow us on we can social shoot media. Some video at home. We'll take a picture of time to time. Yeah, because yeah, right. you remember that. That's a no. Yeah, well, well, think about it. Go back to this. <laughs> First of all, we don't know that all of them are trained. And you remember that time? I mean, that, what if it's a big fight? Well, don't remember that time that uh, you know, <laughs> like a dog show in here. Remember when? Remember when Goofy brought his dog up here and it crapped in the floor? Oh, oh yeah. stunk the whole place up. Yeah, and stunk yeah, the whole place I up. Forgot about that. Yeah, really, really, I hated that. Really, I. Well, yeah, that. Rick. Yeah, so that's uh, that's <laughs> a, about that, ruin the day. That's an no period no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh? Got it. I can't believe you even considered it. Right. Well, I just thought, thought I'd bring it up. Possible. I didn't think it was, but I thought I'd bring it up. Right. Uh, I what, didn't think what, that we'd bring him for the whole time, but maybe a family member bring it and didn't leave with do you him. Want me, do you want me to tie a bandana around his neck <laughs> one so I can bring him up here? <laughs> yeah, to, and well. throw a Frisbee outside, too. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, sure. the, uh, so, uh, Mr. But, Buddy James, get in here. I have a feeling, for some, re- oh, for no some reason, I think Mr. Buddy and Kevin would lock up. That's what I think. And you, sir, can't bring your wife's dog. No, that, that thing's barely oh, barely no, survives you, a day. She don't like to leave the house and doesn't like people. No, hates people. Right, <laughs> y'all so, have a lot of a lot in common. <laughs> right, it's almost, you know the dog the dogs do take on do. the owner's character. <laughs> they, do. <laughs> they do, they do, they really really do. But uh, spe- all right, so speaking of this this deal, <laughs> and it was it was the golden ticket seats brought this to my attention, and and sadly, Bubba, <clears> I have to I, I I have to do this. <laughs> Are y'all familiar with the PBS cartoon character Arthur? And I think it's is he? An, I don't know what kind of animal he is. I think he's a bear. Rick. What is he? I thought he's a little bear. Is he an aardvark? Never heard of him. Must something. have been past my time. Where, he's some kind of Australian looking thing. He's a bear. An aardvark. You remember Arthur? You look at him, you're gonna yeah. say bear right away. Yeah, that guy, that thing right there. I can't say. It does look like a bear. I, I, I was yeah, like get, a, get, get a four shot at there. Yeah. yeah, there is about five things y'all well, pointing because at. it's all within the same. It's, I see it's dark bunny, lunchomatic. I don't see him at all. There he is. There's the Arthur right okay. there. That's Arthur in the middle. See, oh right yeah, there. he's a yeah, bear yeah, yeah, wearing yeah. glasses. I got him. Is it a bear? Yeah. Well, aardvark. He's no. He can't be an aardvark. His face isn't long enough. Greg, that you're talking about an anteater, buddy. Isn't that the same thing? It's not. I need to look up aardvark. Is it? I don't know. Speaking of that, anteaters, that is a strange animal. Isn't How about it? that tongue? All right, now keep in mind, this is what when you see those specials where they show his tongue underground, oh, getting ants. Get a, a and I realize, and I realize I'm, I'm doing. <laughs> I realize now I'm doing the the Your America. I don't know where Arthur originates from. I just know that PBS. It's on PBS. PBS yeah. cares now. So PBS is what about education supposed mm-hmm. to be? Mm-hmm. You know, this is a lot of times you kids sit down. Remember Sesame Street and. And watch all these kind of things, electric companies. So he he's in that he vein. Does. They just told me in the go to ticket seats that there's now an episode, and this is so unnecessary for cartoon. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, I see it Th- now. That now Arthur's male teacher has married another man, <laughs> in the cartoon. In the cartoon. Uh, Did I have that right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got a we got a children's it cartoon. Was Arthur that, that happened. Well, is I the teacher the what is he? Is he an aardvark too, or what? Yeah. It's um. I'm just asking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got nothing to say because <laughs> I've got a thousand things. <laughs> so, so now we're going. Why would anybody say? I tell you what we need to do in this cartoon. You know, Arthur's got a teacher that's a male. We need, let's make the male teacher 
um, homosexual and let's get him married to another man in a cartoon. I mean, but now go, now go back yeah. to this again. This is the thing we've been talking about on the show forever. If you try to take Arthur and do a faith message, today Arthur gives his life to Jesus Christ in our episode and declares him as the one, in, one and only way to salvation. People would be screaming, you know what? You can't force that into people's house. You can't force that into people's houses. And, and But so remember, now they'll protect you from anything like that coming into your home. They don't want you to be a parent. Now, they put something like this together. You know what they're going to say? Well, that's your job as a parent. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so y'all don't protect me from this it, it, with my kids. I, I've got a parent this side of the house or where I think it should be. But now if, if you try to bring Christ into my house, that won't be allowed. I don't have to be a parent then. You're going to stop that. Mm. They'll always protect you from that, but they won't protect you from that right there. Looks like we've got, and I hate oh, wow. to say it, not only is he staying in the same gender, he's left his species. It, it seems to be a gay aardvark has married a gay mouse. That's what it looks like. Mr. Ratburn. Wow. Hit me that name again. Ratburn. R-A-T, burn. Guys, what's, what are we doing here? Have we, have we, have we lost our other love of mind? Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Phil Robinson out of Doug Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. 35 minutes past the hour. Never what it's like for a man. As uh, we move forward, our number's 866-WE-BE-BIG. Our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Don't forget to check the Rick and Bubba store. Got some cool stuff in the clearance bin right now we think you'll love. Give me some water. All right, so GetSunday.com. Rick, what in the world uh, is that? GetSunday.com. Have you ever looked out and uh, you had lawn envy and you realize, okay, my, my yard is not up to par? I know. You drive by somebody's house. It's oh, so nice God. and green. Like you get to like yours it. and it's all gray yeah. and got patches and brown in it. And all stuff. this person's worried about is edging. How yeah. can I get to that point? Well, GetSunday.com is set up for you to send them a free soil sample. Uh, for a fraction of the cost, uh, they will send you what you need to have that plush lawn that you're looking for. And uh, the free soil sample, they'll look at that. They'll go, All right, here's the things you need, and, and these are non-toxic ingredients. Uh, they're pet-friendly. They're, they're child-friendly. And they will send you, uh, you know, the, the nutrients you need. You put it uh, onto a hose. It just attaches there, no problem. And you spray the lawn, and you get that healthier, greener look that you're looking for. And based on your soil sample, they'll then continue to send you what you need, you know, periodically. And the, the times will vary based on your climate. So if you want to find out more about that, go to Get Sunday. And that's Sunday just like the day, Sunday. GetSunday.com. Put in the code Bubba. You'll save $20 and we'll get you free shipping. GetSunday.com. The code is Bubba or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. A couple of things. Uh, Eddie Van Adler's mom is here, has dropped by, and has brought some family and friend with her, and it was kind of an uncomfortable thing because I could tell that he's nervous that his mother's here. Right. Um, I'm sure his dad is nervous that his mother is here without <laughs> him being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Because microphones are everywhere, and Linda can be unpredictable. But um, he he did his free metal thing. Right. In the break, with his mom here. Oh. Did you uh, notice I had to leave the room? Yeah. And so he he was actually playing guitar. At one moment, I know there's other people here. It was just kind of I felt like he was wanting her approval. Right. Yeah, I was watching her face, Rick, and I, I couldn't help but think 
she's thinking all you know the history of the Adler family, generations yep. of you know music and right. you know classically trained and yeah. you know expertise, and it's all boiled down to free metal in the break. Right. This is what he's using his gifts for. Right. Yeah. Free, free metal. metal. Yeah. So uh, I thought. I thought unless she just faking it i thought she gave pretty good approval well she's a mother she well, did I know, but mm. i thought she lost she's very proud of her mm. she did little she's, man i ripped up i just shredded some metal for the golden tickets <laughs> it was awesome it was musical it was epic she said she liked it and then she told me she was she, she told me i was handsome too guys she did. so, so y'all I can just that. y'all can just cram it okay? <laughs> how about that she also screamed it was free a couple yeah, of times it was free metal she said free. i love you i'm proud of you and mama thinks you're handsome and i said thanks mom Thanks for always building me up. These mean guys can shut up. <laughs> no. no, no yeah, she, As we tear him down. Yeah, she's screaming, shut up at us. Leave my baby alone. Thank you, Mom. Leave my baby alone. You're she my looked, only friend. She looked proud. She yeah. was proud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does your dad know she's here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah. yeah. She, my dad did say, just keep her in the golden ticket seats, please. <laughs> <laughs> Little shout out to Linda. Uh, so there we go. All right. Well, it was good. I'm glad. I'm glad you were proud. We, we, Free metal. We, yeah, and it, Rick. Never mind. Just keep talking. What? I'm sorry. Just keep talking. Just don't, just to the rights. What we've been talking about a lot. Walking through the city center. Really? But yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's good stuff old, here. Yeah. Oh, you never yes. know. Oh yeah. No, I've experienced this. Where you go? I've experienced this. See, Linda, it could have turned out like that. <laughs> Whoa, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, long wig the other day. No, I've seen. I've seen every look. I've seen yeah. it all. Really sad story behind it. Uh, well. I'm sorry. Gotta be. Yeah, it's yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, Rick. There's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, 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 Linda, we now give you the microphone. Yes, sir. And uh, tell us who you have with you today. I have my mommy. Yeah, hey. I see her. There she is. Super cute. Yeah. <laughs> I have my cousin Joni. Hey, Joni. There's Family Joni. royalty. Yes. She can do math. Very oh. good. That's right. She's the only one. Right. That's good. And Phyllis, they're from Pennsylvania. Hey, oh, Phyllis. Great. Today to Great. see you guys. That's good. They're shocked. What were you excited to that your son played free metal for them? You know, I didn't know he could do that. Really? <laughs> he, 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 he's never shredded. I don't go to his gigs, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a different crowd than I'm used yeah. to. Yeah. You don't so need to be in the mosh pit. That was so good. Yeah. I like that one change up, you know, that chord change, and he kind of brought it up there high, and then went. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mom. Um, and I understand that you didn't want to come to the Nick in Birmingham at 2 a.m. for my gig. I get oh. it. I get that. I'm sure it was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was good. It wasn't. It How wasn't. many people were there? The bartenders. <laughs> 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 that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, I'm sure it's good, but he's very talented, Mom. Very. And, and uh, he's, he's doing a good job here, and he does play uh, drums at the church some now, so you get to see him then. He's a good drummer. He is a very. Good, what, what do you think? That's his best instrument. Uh, you know, he took piano for like ten years. Wow. Uh, but I didn't know he couldn't read music. Oh. Like the whole time he was completely faking it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so upset when you told me that. I'm sorry, Mother. What I'm so I sorry. Say? I think I said you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> An actor that can't read music. I gave him piano for 10 years and he couldn't read music. Um, that's quite an investment. For that's quite years? an investment in his uh, musical career. It really oh is. Oh, my god! I could read some of it just as long as there wasn't any sharps or flats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now, that, now y'all are talking down to us. White, yeah. <laughs> White keys only. 
Does that sound? Does that there make you sense? Go. You got the black keys and the okay. white keys yeah. on. So did you convince? It's not a race thing. Did right? you? Con- wow. Did you convince her that you knew how to read music? Um. Well, I mean, there was a short time which I could. Yeah, I got it. And then I figured out I could kind of get along. You know, if it was a more complicated piece, just memorize it, and then you don't have to read it. You know. I'm, I don't think I've ever seen you play piano or keyboards. You know, I had one, but then um. My mom made me get rid of it because she couldn't read music. Because I couldn't read music, and she found out that I got it out of a dumpster. So she made me get rid of that keyboard. There's a reason it was in a dumpster. Yeah. yeah. Well, because well, she knew when she found out you couldn't read music, that them getting can you, one was Can good. you read if it's just whole notes? Whole notes I can read, yeah. Tabs, guitar tabs. You guys know how it goes. You're right, guys. <laughs> yeah. That was his dumpster phase. That was my dumpster diving <laughs> phase. We used to get. Everything out of the dumpster, a bike. I got a good bike, the by the keyboard, way. Buddy. Some furniture. <laughs> that was a good coffee table. A table. <laughs> yeah. And a So you were dumpster diving. Mitt, a baseball mitt? He, he got a glove out of the I he, think so. Yeah. Uh Linda, did you ever say, son, we don't dumpster dive? Well, this was that just was when he was dead to me. Yeah, that's reconciled. For those that are interested and in wanting to know, this wasn't just an ordinary dumpster. This was a dumpster at a storage place. That's so they have good gold stuff mine. there, huh? Gold <laughs> mine. <laughs> Did you live there too? Uh, it's just some of the times. Just, <laughs> just one semester. Just one semester. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. <laughs> but look, now he's married. He's got a job. He's almost normal. I yeah, know. almost. He's I almost know. there. Yeah. That day hey, you thanks, asked Mom. that he would be normal was one of my favorite days. Yeah. yeah. It, it was. It was not Michael Adler's favorite day. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was. Well, your mom has been but so supportive. She was being funny. She yeah, is. I was getting injured skateboarding a ton with my dog at the time, sure. and she just wanted me to sit indoors and watch football. Yeah, that's all it was. And, and that. then she did say, I wish you would drink beer, and that, that, was, <laughs> but that, that was wasn't kind of, as good. That wasn't as good. That was kind of the funny part of watch football and drink beer like other guys. Like, yeah. right, like right. normal like people. Like normal, normal people, people, yeah. And get off the skateboard. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. It was just a joke. Yeah. But just it was a funny. Joke. It's just a joke. It's just but it a sure joke. was funny. <laughs> and there's nine And that's what a that's what a joke's supposed to be funny. It made me laugh. It was very funny. And she gets a lot of her humor from Grandma Jerry, her mom sitting right next to her, who is just so wonderful and precious and amazing <laughs> we love her so much she spends part of the year here in, in, in alabama and she's about to head back home to to pennsylvania, pennsylvania. but we'll miss her but uh we love having you here grammars love you. <laughs> yeah. i love you i'm sorry these rednecks are being so mean to everybody <laughs> i love you so much grandma did you see her face when you said though that she's cut up like your mom she just starts going no, no. Don't, said, no, don't, no. don't tie linda and her ways to me <laughs> oh that's right that's right yeah, but that's good well, well grammars we're glad you're here I thought you were here to stay. Now we got to now we got to send you back up north for a minute. That's right. And, and she's so she's so smart. She's like a bird. She migrates south for the winter yeah, and then goes yeah. back up for the that's for the summer. Right. That's very Genius. smart. Genius. I wish I could do that. That's right. <laughs> I'm telling you about July. I'm gonna ask you. You got room up there. Yep. So glad to have you guys here in the studio with us today. And um, come by and visit. And I, you know what? They're taking some Rick and Bubba CDs with them too. So they they may listen on the way back to Pennsylvania. Oh, that'll be great. And, and kind of kind of learn a little bit about the old show. We'll be back. Uh, we'll wrap up the hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. If you got last-minute phone calls, we got a couple of stories or two we'll cover as well. Say hello to the rest of the Golden Ticket seats, including a birthday girl, right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Now to the top of the hour. 
Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. Hello, golden ticket seats. Where's Hilda Malone? Hilda. Thanks for being here today. Uh, happy birthday, Briley Bates. Briley's 13, brought a Rick and Bubba birthday cake today. It is delicious. Everybody loves it. Daniel and Amy Bates here as well. Uh, we mentioned Linda Adler. She is here. Hello, Mama Adler. Grandma Jerry is here as well. About to take her snowbird self and go back north. Uh, and jo- where's Joni? Joni's here. And Joni's here from Pennsylvania. And also, friend Phyllis. Uh, and, uh, of course, they said this is not Phyllis Nadmire. This is just Phyllis from Pennsylvania. So, hello, Ted. Hey, I'm thinking of Phyllis, and I might go up to Pennsylvania and see this Phyllis. <laughs> Uh, so uh, so glad they're here. Everybody goes home today with the Rick and Bubba double, double CD, as I mentioned. Also, a pound of BuzzBox coffee, the best coffee you've ever had. Drink uh, a cup of BuzzBox coffee. 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. Uh, so if you're drinking coffee right now, it's probably not as good. And I doubt seriously the coffee you're drinking, if it's not, bu- not BuzzBox, uh, is doing anything that matters. Uh, so drink great coffee, which you're going to do anyway. That makes a difference. So as we, um, as we finish up, Bubba, last night, you know, I told you guys, you know, we're, we're all going through these different phases in our in our families as you literally in the last 25 years have seen, just watching us go from, you know, having some of us having no kids to having little kids to having somewhat grown kids then to have, you know, kids now graduating and getting out in their life. Greg's got two married kids. He's got a grandbaby. I mean, all, all this has been going on. So we're about to say goodbye to the, the, the youngest one who's been at home as he is graduating high school. And so this is that week where all these different things start happening for the graduation. Mm. And so one of the things is uh, we did find out, though, good news, that he does have one more uh, game we didn't think he was going to have, but um, uh, as a little end-of-the-season all-star game, so that's good. So I was proud of him for, for making that in his last year as lacrosse, and that's a great honor. We look forward to seeing that game. But, Bubba, last night at the, at the banquet, not only did we end the lacrosse uh, um, playing days for, you know, for our son, uh, I said goodbye to the lacrosse program uh, as as a coach, and this is the point where Greg should interrupt me and say good night. Look at that, right? Uh, right. But you know, Rick, before you go into that, you, you didn't on. you <laughs> didn't you didn't completely explain Brody's thing. He's been chosen to play in the in the state all star game, well, that's which is great. a huge. You know credit. what? What what a great yeah. time! Your senior year, the the, the senior class uh, of this lacrosse team. Uh, these are the guys. The reason why it was really, really special is these were the guys. I, I was talking about. It, I literally remember my wife saying, "I think our boys, talking about uh, Big Love and Taz Brooks and Brody, uh, they don't like baseball. It's too slow. Uh, they've lost interest in it. I understand that there's lacrosse is being played, and I'm like, in Alabama, they're playing lacrosse. Mm-hmm. I don't even know anything about lacrosse." And she says, well, there's a lot of kids that are really enjoying it, and there's this guy that's got that's putting teams together. I mean, it really was in the infancy stage. Do you remember when Steve Hines talked to yeah, us about I do. that? I remember that. Eons ago, and we yeah. thought he'd lost his gourd. Yeah. So yeah. I, re- I remember pulling up to a baseball outfield and seeing a man, Mark Hand, standing there with a bunch of little kids and all kinds of equipment, and I said, I think we bought what they need. I don't know what we're doing <laughs> so they started playing and they liked it and even big love played it all the way up i guess till he was a ninth grader uh, and then he decided that he kind of lost interest in it and then it, it, for for brody it was the sport that really clicked it's it was like his favorite sport uh and he just kept working on it and working on it so i remember when i guess they were u11 i get a call from the high school coach he says hey we, we we're kind of building a program here 
and we need some more coaches. And I was like, well, why aren't do you, are you calling to ask me if I know any lacrosse coaches? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, we want you to start helping with the team. Look, I'm going to give you one of the teams. You, I'll tell you what to do. I'll give you all the stuff that you need, and I need you to coach lacrosse. And I'm like, I don't know anything about lacrosse. And uh, it did not exist in the South, not only when I was younger, but when my older son mm-hmm. came through, there was no lacrosse. Right. Okay, and, and he's 28, so th- it, it's very new. So for them, their era had it available to him for Brooks and Brody. So and Brody loved it and started playing. So I, I became a coach, and I, I was laughing when I was talking to these seniors last night because it was it's literal. I said, "You guys taught me lacrosse more than I taught you lacrosse." Yeah, you know, me coaching y'all had to. T- I remember literally talking to one of the kids whose dad is the coach who's going to play for North Carolina, the Tar Heels, and he's a great player. And um, I remember him being. 12 years old, and me saying, all right, this is what we're going to do, and then look at him going, right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, Coach, that's the right, that's the right thing. So, uh, so I had to learn a lot, and they told last night some of the you know, more colorful moments of my time coaching lacrosse, which uh, you know, they, we had a lot. You know, there was a lot of adventures. <laughs> they were, they were, there was one time when um, I was getting attacked from two different places by two different men who wanted to fight me on the field, and you know, various things I had to learn. I didn't know how to trash talk a, an across official, what you even say. Um, I think my favorite was, I said, I learned this thing. This is a ward. There's something called a ward. You can't ward. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, that was such a ward. I, I said, I just Googled the, the word warding and a picture of what just happened came up. <laughs> you know, I was trying to find ways to do it. <laughs> right. I, I told one guy that trying to figure out lacrosse rules was trying to, like, trying to follow to the letter of the Levitical law. Okay, and, and he said, "I got to tell you, I've never heard that one. That's, that, one's, that one's completely <laughs> brand new." I said, "I don't know what to do out here with this." One time, I said, "When I got a call for unnecessary roughness, I said undoubtedly it was the right amount of roughness because we now have the ball." Oh wow! I thought that was a good point. Okay. How was yeah. that? How was it unnecessary? It was necessary for us to have possession. We now okay. have it. How can that be a penalty? So uh, <laughs> anyway, so we were. Um, it was it was a good night. So I got to talk to those guys and and take that senior class that I started with, and and they actually won a state championship when they were. They played for it when they were U13. They won it when they were U15. They played for it again when these guys were sophomores. And then uh, uh, now they're seniors. So they had, a, they had a really good career. They won a lot of games. And uh, like I say, some of them are going on to play college. Uh, and, uh, and then, uh, like I say, Brody will get to play in the, in the All-Star game Saturday, which I won't be coaching. So. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, it's just a, it's just a time of life. That they were asked. I, it's not that I didn't. Enjoy it. I had a good time with it, but you know, it's, Sherry and I are about to be empty nesters. And you know, when when you look at you know where you need to spend your time and other things that Sherry and I have been called to that we need to devote that time to. Yeah, uh, and that, it's never any more complicated than that. Uh, there's just um, I don't really need to devote that period of time to that anymore. I need to devote it to something else. Yeah. But uh, but it was great, and I learned a new sport. And yeah, it's a, and it's a cool sport. It really is. Um, now you, you got us watching it. Now I try to watch it when a, it's on TV. Well, you know, there's a there's the Alabama version of it. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know, is that a little rougher? Really? Yeah, it is because <laughs> you basically have football players that don't like to play baseball, yeah. and then somebody gets them out there on the lacrosse field. And like I said, now that that stick is is important though. You got to learn that stick. Uh-huh. If you don't, you're just a very athletic person that knocked a bunch of people down, got to the ball, and can't pick it up. <laughs> you know, <it's>, yeah. uh, <laughs> if you can't throw and catch, you can't play this game. No. Not at any high level. Right, so, yeah. but it's a, but and then like I say, these goalies that stand in there. We have a goalie, Patrick Moore, who's also going to play college ball in Lynchburg, and and I, I just uh, his mama said he heard us talking about lacrosse on the show when I first started coaching. And I said, well, I can't find a goalie. Nobody wants to do that. 
<laughs> and she said, well, why don't you be goalie? And then he's like probably one of the best goalies in the whole state. Oh, so, cool. So he, but I mean, those guys aren't right. When no. somebody can throw something at Ooh. you yeah. in, in uh, the high 90s, that's a hard rubber ball. These people, but you know what? I thought he made a good point about you know playing at a at a high level. He said you don't understand. He goes, goalies get hit by bad players, not good players. He said because the good mm-hmm. players are trying to throw it where we're not. Right, that, right. That's how yeah. you score. So, uh, yeah. so he said it's the bad players that hit you because they they're slinging it. They don't know where it's going. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and he said, sadly, there are some bad players that throw really hard but don't throw very accurate, <laughs> and uh, they're the ones that just hit you all the time. Yeah. And you, we'll be. I remember screaming at a guy one time. I said, "Why are you throwing it right at the goal?" And he goes, "I don't know where it's going. I'm just throwing it over there. I'm just throwing it toward the goal, coach. I'm not good enough to throw it where he ain't." So anyway, but I enjoyed it and uh, glad it's over. But it was a lot of fun, and um, kind of taking that era and putting it aside. And uh, these guys will do well in life. We hope. Top of the hour. Talk to you on the next Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.